asked me was where I liked it. I told him. This is a gays only event. Howdy, niggas. What? What's going on? No, the I'm weed. Studs, fems, gays, and thems. Welcome to the hundredth episode of the One and a Half Lesbians Podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm glad we made it. We made it. That's really just. I'm sorry. About round episode eighty, I didn't think we was gonna make it. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, y'all. Oh like, shit! <laughs> I see why niggas just go on break and never come back. <laughs> I was like, episode 100 is a long way away. I'm so glad we made it. Yeah. I feel so accomplished and like we finished something. We did that. But yeah, going on with our usual program. I'm Adriana, the lesbian. And I'm B the half. We upload, well, I guess we did upload Look, every, every Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Damn near. Damn, so I guess um, we're, we're, make sure you tune in anyway because we're not just going to go ghost, but yeah, we're going to be around. <laughs> Might drop a trailer during the summer. Yep. Subscribe on Spotify if you're not already. Then you'll know, you'll get a notification when we come back. Yep. And so you can stay tuned and up to date by following us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5lesbians. And guess what? You can tell a friend to tell a friend if they haven't already heard 100 of our episodes. They have all summer to go through them. Right. Uh, lots of content. Yep. Lots of content Many for hours. you. Catch up Days on it. Long so then when you content. come back, you'll already be in the know. But you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram for more content through the summer of, I don't know, whatever I talk about. <laughs> and I'm a stay woke. And you can follow me on Twitter for more rants and music thoughts as usual on Twitter at Ultra Lesbeam. And don't get free. We have a Patreon to give you guys extra content over the summer. Sometimes stuff is free, maybe most of it, I don't know, patreon.com slash one and a half lesbians. Also, if you're listening to this right now, merch is available for purchase. Go to one, number one point, the word point, the number five lesbians.com. I promise it's not a porn site. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when some people type in lesbians, they're going to be like, oh my God, porn's going to pop up. There's no oh, porn on the really? site. I promise. <laughs> it's all clean fun and you can get some merchandise. Yes, we got cute little bookmarks or we got cute stuff. Stickers. We got a keychain. I really like our keychain. It's cute. I love everything we made. I feel like yeah. we put a lot of heart into it. We did put it. a lot of effort into it, too. Yeah, a lot of effort, a lot of heart. So it'd be great if you guys supported us that way and bought some merch and you guys can look at it very fondly while you remember that we will be gone for the summer and be like, oh my God, it's Wednesday. I want to listen to One and a Half Lesbians. And it's like, wait, no. I bought this pizza merch. That means that they're on break. I can just <laughs> stare at this bookmark for a while. I can just stare and think of them. No. I can think of, I will remember them as they were. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everything's available now at 1.5lesbians.com. There's limited quantities, so you might want to get on that because don't hit me up talking about, oh, the merch is sold out, the merch is sold out. Because if not enough people are like, hey, I want some more merch, I'm not ordering that shit again. Yeah. I'm so. sorry. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not going to have this whole studio apartment like full of merchandise and y'all don't buy it. So go get it now. You can leave a little review if something's out so you can tell us, like, if something's sold out and you want it back, then I'll take that into consideration for another restock. <laughs> Future's in your hands. But let's get into the show. Did capitalism win this week? Yes, for the last time. No. <laughs> <laughs> capitalism has won again. Just 
literally everything. I'm just waiting for payday as always. Mm-hmm. And capitalism is like destroying the earth. Like, like really destroying. Literally. I was like, this is a bit alarming. Like the fucking ocean is on fire. Oh, I saw that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, bitch, how does that even happen? Literally. First, I legit thought I was seeing a movie clip. <gasps> Yo. And I was like, wait, you telling me this is not You telling me that fiction? wasn't Final Destination? This is not some CGI shit? I like, thought it was CGI at first. I was like, oh, these niggas lying again on Blue Ivy's internet. I was like, whatever, it's like some pipe burst or something? Mm-hmm. Or Underneath the, under, yeah. in the Gulf of Mexico. And I'm just like, how the hell did that make fire well, like, in the water? The oil oil is less dense than water. Oh, wait, true. Oil and water don't mix, so they I guess it just goes to it, the top. It goes to the top and, and it catches boom, on fire. fire. Yep. Just fire sitting on top of the water. That's mm, what I use my degree for. <laughs> just to talk about environmental shit on this podcast. Yeah, I was like, we in the end of days, shot. I was like, the you know end what? End of days. I saw that shit. I was like, you know what? The Christians were right. Bro, I was about to say, the Christians are like, oh, Jesus is about to come. It's about to be like the Left Behind movie. Yes, that's what I was thinking because it was like, I was like, is this what God meant when in the Bible? Remember when we was at Christian school and it was like, oh, yeah, that he said in the end of days, he won't destroy the world by flood, but he'll destroy it by, by fire. See? And I was like, huh? I was like, also, there's hella wildfires going on right now. Yeah, I was like, and and it's already, like, way hot. We just had this huge heat wave. Yes, I was like, wow. So fitting that is episode 100, because that has been 100 degrees for basically the entire week. I don't know. It's been too damn hot. Too damn I think hot. on Wednesday, last Wednesday, it was legit, like, 99 degrees. Yeah. I took off that work. I was like, the universe was looking out for me when I chose that day randomly, mm-hmm. because... Mm-hmm. I was not trying to walk to work in that heat. My dumbass. <laughs> I went to a skate park. I was like, you know what? I'm bored. Can't be that bad. Boy, mm-hmm. I got sunburn in my middle of my scalp. Sunburn? On my scalp, yo. Not the scalp. <laughs> I was like, wait, I didn't even know they could do that. Because I have my hair in these um, Bantu knots like all over my head right now. And my scalp is pretty much exposed because it's kind of like in a starfish pattern. So, like, literally the middle of my head was, like, burnt and, like, peeling. Like, because I was like, damn, my head hurts. And I was like, maybe the thingies are too tight. So I took them out. And then it was still hurting. And I washed my hair because I was like, okay, maybe, like, I just need to, like, loosen up. And then I kind of, like, positioned my mirrors so I could see. And, like, it was, like, this giant red spot. I was like, huh? (laughs) Like, this ain't never happened before. Not in my nigga-ass life. Okay. I I ain't never been sunburned I ain't never been sunburned. I was like, on the scalp, though, that shit is painful. That's why the bald niggas be wearing them hats Okay, I was like, I get it, my bald niggas. My dad would stay with a hat on. I'd be like, Dad, why are you wearing a hat? I thought he was, like, embarrassed to be bald. But no, that nigga would be getting sunburned on his head. You gotta protect your scalp. Yeah, you gotta gotta put... So I started putting sunscreen on my scalp. I was like, fuck that shit. Yeah. Fuck that shit. (laughs) I'd be like, I don't ever be outside long enough to get sunburned, so... I wasn't even outside that long, though. Like, I... It was really too oh, she, hot to was, really yeah, skate. Yeah. So, like, I was underneath the shade, but, like, yeah, where y'all sunscreen? Like, I guess everybody's thinking it's a conspiracy theory by the government or to, like, stop black people from being black from wearing sunscreen. Mm. I was like, no. <laughs> there's no, like, we have an ozone hole, and we only got, yeah. like, two layers left. Like, put on some damn sunscreen. Right. The sun's getting hotter and hotter that every summer. hot. Okay? It was not that hot last summer. I don't know. I feel like I've been saying this shit for like at least five years now. I feel like, like oh my Chibu- god, this summer was so hot. Oh my god, I, this t- was hotter than last summer. Oh my god, like. Do you remember that Chrissy Chula video? She was like, it is 9,000 yes. goddamn degrees in here. And it's hot as fuck. Exactly. And she was like, she was like, I'm butt ass nigga with the fan on nine. And I was like, I was like, that was my first introduction to like global warning. I was like, yeah, I was like, it is hot. I was like, yeah, hmm. like it's hot as fuck every year. We be like, year. oh my god, it's so hot. Yeah, nigga, climate change. This is about to be the coldest summer. This is our coldest summer 
please. It's gonna get worse. I can't wait until twenty years when I'm, I'm staying like, inside. Long as air conditioning work, yo, I'm staying inside. They were talking about blackouts and stuff like New York. They sent out a big message. They were like, turn off your uh, your electricity and like your ACs and stuff like that. Use other ways to stay cool, cause you know we could experience a blackout. I was like, oh, turn off Times Square. They had all that shit blazing. I was like, nobody's in Times Square right now. Turn yeah. that shit off. No. <laughs> They just they said fuck y'all. We gotta yeah. we gotta light the city up <laughs> for whatever reason. Also, rainbow capitalism said fuck y'all because immediately July first that shit was gone. Gone. I mean, we knew. We I knew. mean, that's what always happens. But it's just it's weird. It was especially heinous because in Chicago, um, Lori Lightfoot and they had like this whole like spread of um, like boardwalk like what is it called crosswalks and they had like the painted in rainbow and literally july 1st like they had tarred over them and like just made them back to like which is why can't you just leave leave the crosswalks rainbow yeah because atlanta has one and atlanta like just keeps theirs year round i was like why not just keep it yeah like Like, that just seems like so much effort and so much time and money literally just to destroy it I was like, y'all always complain about y'all got no money in the city budget. Why even do it in the first place if you just finna... Right. Like, you just wasted all that money. Literally. Like, you might as well have not, e- not have even, even done, done it, it in the first place. I was not begging for a rainbow crosswalk. I was performative anyway. It's very performative to me. Like, y'all not doing shit for the community for real. Like... I don't know. I just felt like that was a big waste of money. And it's especially heinous because... Cities are always like, we're out of money. We have no money for yeah, things. Yeah, well, there's no budget. It's not in the budget. It's but not in the budget. Y'all be spending money on stupid shit. Stupid shit. Make okay. it make sense. Other stupid shit. July 4th. Oh, it's today. Bro, the way I didn't even realize, and people were on my timeline like, oh, I'm glad no one said uh, happy 4th of July. And I was like, it's, it's what? I'm like, sorry, that shit is dumb to me. <laughs> I was like, it's Sunday. Like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> okay, this is for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck that july 4th shit i might be going to church like just in, uh-uh. no but like can i make the case for fireworks being banned like what's the point i'm in agreement. really the only point is what you get to see like pretty lights in the sky what is the appeal once you've seen one firework you've seen them all like america do not be doing like a good fireworks display you know what i mean like some countries yeah. have like them built into like shapes and shit we just have that normal firework shape yeah and, it's and they just make it bigger they- <laughs> Like, no new design. It's just no. bigger and more. And it'd be red, white, and blue. <laughs> we're just like, mm. mm. I mean, it was pretty. Like, it was cute when we were kids. Yeah. Just like, but that shit is mm. loud as hell. Right. Like, and y'all don't even keep that shit to one day. You know, yes. it would be one thing if y'all actually kept it to just one day. Fireworks been going off at least since Memorial Day. Hello? Every day. Every day. I'd be like, what the fuck is that? And then yeah. Leo, like, runs from the bed and they'd be like, pop, 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 pop. I'm like, and it's not even like y'all shooting them in the sky. Like, y'all keeping them For on real. the sidewalk. I was annoyed, too. I was like, damn, if y'all gonna be having this shit, at least let me see some shit in you the know? damn sky. Like, I'd be looking outside like, what the fuck they shooting at me? Right. Like, I'm like, damn, let me at least see some show since you're gonna be all nosy, disturbing exactly. my peace. Exactly. Exactly. Let me get a show. I don't know. They're bad for the environment, too. Like, yeah, like. I mean, I guess the environment's already gone to shit, but... <laughs> <laughs> Making it worse! And it's bad for people with PTSD and them dogs. Like, the dogs downstairs have been yelling for a whole week. Yeah, it's just, like, we don't really need it. It's not necessary. They're boring as fuck to look at. Like, at this point, we can, like, project an old video of fireworks. We have lasers. Building, like, lasers? Laser show? That sounds Laser cool. Laser show would be nice. You could get, like, some cute designs. Like, it's not bad for the environment. It's not loud. It's not loud. They're still really pretty. I was like, we have drones. Like, I just feel like 
fireworks are archaic like what year is it 1980 i don't know like i feel like we've advanced in society like what's the point of all this technology if i can't get a laser show true it is a stupid ass holiday yeah fuck the holiday first off but i did notice it is america's 245th birthday and empires usually fall around 250 so i was like hey yep we might see the revolution in our lifetime i don't know some astrologers was talking about october something fun to happen i was like hmm Yep. I also saw some astrologer talking about, um, I don't think they're an astrologer, but they're talking about like 2023 to 2024. Shit might pop off. Hey. I feel like it's a little too far in the future. Like that's two years. Like, Well, in six months, 2020 would be two years ago. So. Hmm? Yeah, it would be 2022, nigga. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the faces. Like, yeah, so the math's not I was like, doing. <laughs> I was like, in six months, it'll be two years. Carry the one. Right, and, and it's almost like 2019 is not a year ago. I was like, hmm? Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean 2019? Was we should have stayed year? in 2019. 2021 is too much to write on paper. I don't like writing it. <laughs> it's a little bit much. Like, I wrote it on a check because I had to pay rent, which archaic as well. She was like, can you send us a rent check? I was like, what year is it? I'm 23, nigga. Like, no, I don't have a checkbook. But um, <laughs> I wrote this shit on check and I was like, I was looking at it. I was like, am I dyslexic? I was like, what? <laughs> I could not comprehend Right? It. Like the years just look weird. I'm telling you, after 2020, the world should have just ended because the years are just weird. <laughs> like <laughs> the years just sound weird. Yeah. I'm not trying to like 2024. That's ugly. I don't want to say that. Yeah. Literally every year after 2020, I'm like... Is this how they felt after 2000? Mm. When the world was supposed to end? Mm. And they were like, this shit is fucked They're up. like, damn, not 1990 this, it's 2000. That's ugly. That would fuck me up. Ew, oh, I guess when they go from 2000 to 2100... Ew, that's gonna be They'll be terrible. like, what the fuck? How are we even gonna say that? 2120? Like, Actually, 2101? laughable that you think we'll make it to 2100. Yeah, I was like, ain't no, one, <laughs> ain't no humans gonna be on here. Ain't but. no way. Ain't no way. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm not fighting in the apocalypse. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> I'll lock myself up. Whatever food I have in here, cool. When I run out, it's just a slow yeah, death. I'll do what I can, but I will not be going I, out of my way I'm not going to out survive. Of my, I'm not exerting uh, that much energy. The apocalypse? Energy. Girls just kill me. Like Yeah, <laughs> you might as well. Like, my time was fun I had a great time sometimes. here, you know. Like I had I left, some great times. Left my mark. Like, y'all can listen to this podcast if y'all <laughs> really wanted to see what life was like on Earth. Like... It sucks. It uh, sucked. <laughs> Did not have fun. Maybe give it a three out of ten. Zero out of ten would recommend living on Earth. Um, like, go somewhere else, girl. It's not that great. Yeah. And more Earth is ghetto news. Shakari got a 30-day suspension for failing a, d- a drug test. Yep, for weed. And I just... Hmm. I feel like it was dumb. I yeah, mean, I feel like it's dumb. I'm like, I guess like that's just the, rule. the Olympic rules. But it's like, y'all get with the program, like get with the program. Also, like it, she said, it was in connection to her mother's death. Cause fuck that reporter though, who told yeah. her that her mom died before a race. I was like, abolish reporters. Yeah, I was like, well, like one, even if she already knew, why bring that up in the interview? Exactly. At all. That's why. That's why I'm talking about like Naomi Osaka was like, I don't like talking to them. Yeah, you do shit like this. What the fuck? Literally, like just traumatizing. And even like, say she already knew. Who said that she would want to be thinking about her dead mom in that moment? Like, that was like, so... I want that reporter's head on a stake. Like, reveal the name, girl. Reveal like, the name. Who, who fucked you up? Who fucked you <laughs> who up? Who was it? <laughs> Let me know. 
I got I got the lesbians in the back. You okay. know, we ride at we dawn. Ride for Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> lesbians assemble. Let's go. <laughs> Bisexuals, y'all could come too. We in this gang. Non-binary and women bisexuals only. Oh yeah, the rest of y'all. No sorry. men's bisexual. Sorry. We might need them for the front lines though. Mm, yeah, sacrifice yourself. Sacrifice yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what a cause. <laughs> no, but fuck all the noise. Like. I'm trying to figure out how the fuck she didn't collapse if she was smoking weed. Yeah, I'm just like, I feel like everyone's making a lot of assumptions. Like, did she even say, like, she has smoked? Like, it could have been an edible. She could have vaped. She could, like, it didn't have to be smoked. It didn't have to be smoked. Could have had some gummies or something. And I was like, her, I was like, I feel like we should extend a little bit more compassion, especially if her mom decided, like, my mom died. I'm sorry, I'm not running no damn race. Yeah, I mean... If you were in that situation... I mean, if you had to. It was... It's the Olympics. True. They're pro- like, the stakes are high. Like, this is, like, the highest you can ever go, really. Okay. Then I'm not smoking weed. So I'd be like... I'm smoking mm. crack. <laughs> I mean, as much difficulty as I have with my parents, like, if they die, I'm gonna be sad. Like, the fuck? I'm yeah. probably gonna do some hard drugs. Or maybe... I guess if I was thinking about the Olympic rules, maybe I would have drank instead. But mm. also, it don't be hitting it, like weed hit. Sometimes it don't. It don't. Like... <laughs> I've been sober for a whole month and some change now. I was about to ask, can I get, you got the extra weed? Let me have your shit if you quit for real, for real. Nigga, I've been so. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we can talk after show because I feel like the feds watching. I don't need them busting in my house. We just created a whole story just now. Yeah, that was allegedly, um, this is not a trap house. (laughs) This is actually a very nice neighborhood and a very nice uh, area have it very curated for you know artistic benefit mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that was a story that you know we're story we're storytellers t- this is a storytelling <laughs> podcast you know for comedic purposes <laughs> <laughs> but everybody on my timeline is fucking fed i was like um for real y'all were all like well the rules were rules well she knew the rules y'all and are I'm some like, republican ass y'all are the feds like and mar- marijuana, marijuana, <laughs> is not a performance-enhancing drug. If anything, that marijuana. should be having me on a on a couch. Yep, and I'd be like, all the quote studies that y'all be talking about say that it like it enhances performance or that it like masks other drugs that enhance performance. You're fucking lying. You're That's lying. just not true. Whatever you have, marijuana is not masking that shit. Like, yeah, it's if anything, like you see in all of it. Like I don't drug tests. They test for everything. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all are just dumb and annoying. Cause I'm like, y'all be smoking. Y'all, y'all be, be doing every day. Y'all be doing all types of shit that is not right. But then you wanna be like, well, she knew the rules. It be the, well. and, and you know, it be the niggas who smoke every day. Y'all pop perks. Y'all fucking drink okay. Molly water. Like, hello. Like, if you get caught up for having some weed, then what? Oh, you knew the rules. You knew the rules. When you're on your, you your job, drug test, you like, knew the rules. You in jail and need somebody to bail you out. Well, okay. Well, you knew the rules. You knew the rules. Okay, like, you wouldn't be saying it then, huh? Exactly, like, rules are not... The rules, half the rules don't even be right. Half the rules be fucking racist. Half the rules don't make no sense. I've been peeped since I was a kid. I'd be like, this shit don't make sense. You have, (laughs) you have. (laughs) I'd be like, why do I need to do this? Like, and in church too, I was like, this shit don't make sense. And they would label you, they'd be like, you have an attitude, you have a bad attitude. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm just saying the truth. Because I'm a a, a logical child. I was like... One plus one is not equaling two, so I'm confused. Yeah. And no one has a good explanation for nothing. They never have a good explanation. They're like, it's just how it is. And I'm like, why do we accept that? But why is it? Why do we accept that? I was annoying, too, with them whys. Oh, yeah. I know you was a (laughs) why-ass child. My parents would be like, because I said so, or else I'm going to beat your ass. And I'd be like, all right, well. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm the mom. I'd be like. I'd be like, okay. Okay. (laughs) 
I guess. <laughs> right. But yeah, Olympics said no niggas allowed because they also was disqualifying people, um, cis women actually, for having high levels of testosterone. It was yeah. Nambia's, uh, Christine Mboma and Beatrice Massalini, and they were withdrawn from the 400 meter race at the Olympics by the World Athletics Committee. Yeah, this whole shit is first very anti-black and yeah. second transphobic. Yes. I was like, how are you going to tell me that what my body produces it's naturally too for a female is too much? Like, I swear, y'all are just mad because them white people cannot win. Yo, white people cannot run for y'all shit. Y'all are mad because niggas are faster than y'all. Like, exactly. Exactly. That shit pissed me off. Yeah, and when I said that shit a few months ago, remember niggas was on my neck for that shit? I was like, yeah, society does not see, like, cis black women as women, so I don't know why y'all beefing with trans women because we all in the same boat of trans right. We We all like, will experience, like... <laughs> This, like, like not that, I don't know how I'm trying to say this. Maybe I have the wrong language for it. But I was like, we all will, ex- black cis women and trans women will experience transphobia. Like, black women can, I think it's called ungendering, te- technically, Maybe? for a black woman. I'm not sure what the right term is. But I'm y'all sure. know what we're trying to. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Like, we all experienced that. But people was on my neck. They was like, you just mad because you want to look like a little boy and blah, blah, blah. And I was like bald and shit. And some, some Republican ass bitch was trying to beef with me. I was like, bitch, you know you ain't no cloud off my name. You trying to fuck or something? <laughs> um, yeah, I was just, I don't know. It's just, it's really, it's really disheartening. Yeah. Because it's just like, if that's natural talent. If that's natural, yeah. Like, what, then how they going to naturally win the race. They wanted the them to take birth control to like lower yeah, their testosterone. Yeah, to lower their testosterone. Why do I need to do that? Like, if this is my body, to, to quote, even the playing field. No, this is the Olympics, bitch. This is not about no evening. No if you not as good, field. like, then step down. Then like. step down. <laughs> you know what? Maybe white people just not as great as y'all thought y'all were. Y'all are fucking terrible. No, but you know what I want to see? Like, somebody had, I saw this post and somebody was like, yeah, like, they should allow drugs at the Olympics. I'm trying to see what the, I'm trying to see what the limits of human capacity <laughs> yeah. are. I'm trying to see some niggas run off some drugs, okay? <laughs> Hello? Like, I feel like that would be a good Olympics. The drug Olympics? Drug Olympics. I'm trying to see how far you could go. <laughs> what's the What's the limit? What's the limit? Are we superhuman? Can we be superhuman? I don't know. I feel like that might destroy the body eventually. You don't have to do it all the time. Maybe it's, you do one race on drugs. You know? <laughs> True. You train sober and then for the race, and then the you, race you, do you dope up. <laughs> <laughs> trying to see a nigga uh, run off some molly water. I just want to see. Like, I don't mm. know. I feel like that would be fun and interesting. It would be, but... What drug would you do at the Drug Olympics? Mm. You can't do weed, because weed... Maybe cocaine. You know? You know? (laughs) I feel like... I've never done coke, but I feel like I could run real fast on some coke. You know, they say, like, gives you energy, like, keeps you up. Like... True. I feel like I could run very far if I was on cocaine. Oh, you know all them Olympic heads are on cocaine, too. (laughs) That's why this makes no sense. Because they're either all in the weed business. I know they have investments in the weed business. Because everybody has investments in the weed business that has some money now. Or they doing coke off of uh, somebody's booty hole. I guess I don't know but also I'm like coke doesn't stay in the body as long as exactly. weed does so then that was another thing too I could be I was like she could have smoked like three weeks ago yeah in, or had an edible a few yeah. weeks ago yeah. and shit still in her, her system mm-hmm. and it literally had nothing to do with the race it wouldn't either if she was high anyway but like she does it's just asses. a dumb rule <laughs> I know uh they already started producing um Shakari Richardson weed oh brother <laughs> they called it Zakari. Uh, is it in the car? Sativa. 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 Mm. Yep, gotta stay up so we can run that race. Atlanta niggas, bruh. 
Yeah, I think I'm just I encourage everyone to read Drug Use for Grownups. It's a great book and will destigmatize drugs. We're doing the reading. Okay, do the reading. Do the reading. And also, it was just a good read. Like mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I was like, damn, I'm learning information, and it's like you got facts. He got all the mm-hmm. all his, his sites, like his sources. Like, yeah, it was a really good book. Very insightful, and everyone should read it because y'all are the fucking feds. Yeah, and y'all have like internalized the demonization of drugs. Yeah, and y'all are spewing that shit out, talking about well, she knew the rules, or oh well. Like, drugs are bad. Drugs are everyone bad. You shouldn't drugs. be on, like, everyone who are drugs. you to say drugs are bad? Like, everyone's body reacts differently, too, so you can't even say. Yeah, it's true. Like, if it's really bad and or not. In moderation, too. Like, if you take your proper doses or whatever mm-hmm. in moderation, like, and you know what your limit is, like, yeah. it's really not that deep. No, yeah, everybody does drugs. And for you who's, like, sitting there, because somebody's out there, I don't do drugs. You drink a cup of coffee or you drink, like. Yeah, or you drink the- alcohol. Like, alcohol's the same shit. It's worse. Like I feel my liver literally. I was degrading. like, alcohol is actually worse than yeah. a lot of other drugs. It's terrible because you could literally die. Yeah, alcohol poisoning, and your liver just be shutting down. Hello, we didn't never did that to me. And you get a little beer belly and all that, like, because it's from like the sugars, and it it's because your body is like reacting, and your kidneys will start shutting down. Yeah, um, hmm. I have to get rid of these beers in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of black people, Janelle Monet, she's creating a short fiction collection. It's published by Harper Voyager. Um, and it's like based off her 2018 like dirty computer era. Okay. So it's like the same kind of vibe, like science fiction and imagery. And then she's also releasing like a 48 minute emotion picture that depicts the whole dystopian cyberpunk world. Mm, okay, because I like I listened to her very first project, Metropolis, the Chase oh, Suite. Yes, I was like, mm, I kind of like this. I need to go back and revisit her music because I used to be yeah. a really big Janelle Monae fan. I was never into. I like I heard Type Rope because mm-hmm. it was on Everything and Park. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, eh. So I just never got into it, and then. Y'all might hate me, but I didn't like Dirty Computer, the <gasps> album. It was just okay to me. Wow. I just didn't see the hype. Okay. It just, it wasn't for me. You're allowed to, you're allowed to say that. Yeah, so I was like, okay, like, let me listen to the other albums. I haven't listened to anything else besides Metropolis and Dirty Computer. Mm. So uh, hopefully her other stuff I like more. I used to be a really big Janelle Monáe fan. And, like, when I look back at old pictures, like, I went back on my Tumblr and, like, was looking through shit. I was like, yeah, that bow tie era, when I had hella bow ties for no reason. Gay. That was the Janelle <laughs> Monáe era. And I was the like. Janelle Monáe influence. Uh, I loved her. Like, she was just, like, very, like, extra and, like, very, like, very obviously gay. But, like, just very extra. And I loved that about her. Um. But yeah. she's apparently collaborating with a bunch of other writers that, like, builds upon this world for her little short story stuff. And then they're talking about, like, how different threads of liberation, including, like, queerness, race, gender, um, and love, become entangled with future possibilities of memory and time in such a totalitarian landscape. And what are the costs of that when trying to unravel and get freedom from them? I think it should be an interesting read. I'm, mm. I'm interested. May or may not read. I'm not the biggest fan of short stories mm. or like short story collections. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, let's like give me a full story. Like I can't. Fair. I could I could see that. I think I'll read it because I really enjoyed uh, her music and her work and like the world that she built. I I think that's what I really liked about her music is that she built like this whole like it was a collection of stuff. Like whether mm-hmm. you enjoyed it or not, like you can appreciate at least that she 
created this entire different world that everything like stems around and like circles back around so yeah. i think that's really important i think it's cool that she did that with all her albums yeah i think that's cool and i think that it's good for like artists to have like a theme or like a thing like instead of just putting out like work and like yeah like, she knew what she wanted like, this is very conceptual even from metropolis yes. like we start off the whole journey like. exactly yeah it was very like conceptual and like like it was just like a very overarching thing instead of like i'm just putting out stuff because it sounds good yeah i appreciate that some of y'all should take notes <laughs> So the book is set to be released on April 19th, 2022. I might forget by then, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully something like I get like a pop-up or something and it'll be like, oh, to know yeah. Renee's book. And I'll be like, I mean, oh. So she'll probably be doing more promo closer to the date. True, so. true, true. And speaking of promo, Quinta has been promoing her new book, She Memes Well. I kind of think I want to read it. I do want to read it. It's on my reading list. Mm-hmm. I wanted to read it since she announced it. Mm-hmm. I was like. I want to see what you have to say. Yeah. Like, she, first off, Quinta's the sole reason I started to watch BuzzFeed. Hello. The only reason, because I started picking through their videos and only watching the ones when when she was in the thumbnail. Yes. Because she was funny as shit. I was like, I don't want to see these white folks. I loved her rise. Like, from from Vine, and then, like, they, she had, like, dropped out at Temple, and then they picked her up in BuzzFeed because, like, she was making all these Vines and videos, and they were like, oh, we want to bring you on the team. And, like, then she started, like, being on Black Lady Sketch Show and all these shows and yeah. just becoming a presence. So, yeah, I've been seeing her, like, in the... I've been seeing her move, but it's not in a way that's, like, kind of very out there. It's just like, oh, Quinta's yeah. doing this, Quinta's doing that. And I was like, you know what? I forgot about Quinta a little you? bit. yeah. But, yeah, she's also creating an upcoming ABC series called Abbott... I Elementary. think it's Abbott. Abbott? Oh, okay. Yeah. Abbott Elementary. I don't yeah. know what it's about, but... I'm from the little clips that they they showed or whatever i was like i'm interested like it seems okay. like it might be genuinely funny okay yeah quintus is funny quintus yeah, funny. Quintus funny she's very genuinely funny like authentically yeah. funny yeah i think she makes stuff that like she wants to make which i think is really important for creators to do yeah please don't make no shit you don't want to make yes please because don't. we can tell we can tell we can tell you didn't want to make it <laughs> we hear it <laughs> <laughs> like i have ears yeah i have ears and like it's just different in the body language and the posture and like how you present I can, it even the tone of the voice yeah i'd even be like mm, okay. yeah yeah i think that's really like she makes just funny stuff because she's like oh i thought of this funny ass thing and like i really like enjoyed doing it and you can see that like i remember her millie rock video when she was going across yes i love that video <laughs> like it's just it's funny because you can tell she enjoyed it and like it's funny in itself but it's funnier because you know she's completely serious and enjoys herself doing it but she doesn't take herself too serious yeah so looking forward to reading her book seeing what she does in the future big things i see quinta's not gay i don't believe so oh that people be gay poets her she's just i think she's just an ally oh <laughs> darn but i was like well I was like i know she was dating a particular man oh, at okay. some point but i don't know if she's still doing that or not mm, okay but it's like I never heard I never heard of no gay shit from her, so I'm assuming mm. she's straight. Yeah, because I remember that like people be gay, and I was like, "Are you people?" No, no, Quinta's not people. Dang. <laughs> but speaking of people who be gay, Niecy Nash, I'm Woo! yelling. <laughs> I follow her on Instagram, and it's just so funny because she's continuously horny on Maine. <laughs> yeah. Yep, like that little interview thing they did. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, like I'm trying to go around the world, like break my back over here, break my back over there. And then Jessica put her hand on her knees. She was and like, oh, okay. She was just like, mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> like she's just smiling in the corner like, yeah, I'd be breaking that back. I'd be breaking that back. <laughs> you know what? Me. I would pay for it. I'd see it. I'd pay to see it. I'd pay. I'd love, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. 
that's the only couple I would not uh, report on Tinder for being a third. <laughs> I'd love to see it. I'd love to. And like, you know what? Being horny on me, me too, girl. I'm like shit. I mean, her wife is fine as her fuck. You, that's like that's as fine as shit. Fine as shit. Fine as shit. And the no fake orgasm shirt, like yep. she be reminding y'all she is consistently Great. having good sex, and y'all are not, and y'all are faking y'all damn orgasms. I live vicariously through her. And she had like three husbands, I think. So none of them niggas was putting it down. I like imagine this. how many orgasms she had to fake. And it was like random ass niggas. Like they was not like. Yeah, I don't know who these niggas are. Like, she never, like, really was, like, open. Public, with, which yeah. is good. We don't need to see them. We don't need to see them niggas. But, yeah, she was like, I'm getting my back broke. I'm getting my shit bent over. Like, <laughs> you know what? When I get my summer strap, <laughs> that will be me. Because when y'all see me being horny on Maine, just know I'm getting my back blown out. <laughs> Respect my agency. Thank you. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> When y'all see me horny on main, she be posting some horny ass memes too. It be a little bit, yup. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm grown. I'm grown. I'm having good sex. Um, She's like, I'm happy. I'm popping that pussy. <laughs> I'm getting my back blown, my back blown out of it. Yeah, my back blown out of it. And in that interview, you can see her eyes up. She's like fucking having flashbacks, yo. Yep. <laughs> I pay to see it. I pay to see it. I don't I care sure about it. I'm horny on this podcast right now. Shit. I pay to see that shit. <laughs> Drop the OnlyFans link. Shit. I would subscribe. I would. In a heartbeat. Easily. I'd love to see it. No matter the price. No. Well, um, I have a limit. But... I'd have a limit. But. <laughs> but I, I would consider it. If it was really high, I'd be like, maybe. Maybe. I just want to see what y'all talking about. Right. I just, like, I just want to see. I just want, I just want to see. Look, Jessica, you got a sister that's gay or something? <laughs> Hello? Jessica, that's fine. Okay. I need to listen to her music, too, but. Right. She, I feel like. I feel like she makes some good music. Maybe. I, mean, I don't know. She got a good voice. She has a good voice. But we'll, we'll see about the music side. Like, fuck it. I don't even care. I'm going to be blinded by the. Sure by is. <laughs> don't even give a fuck. <laughs> Trying to find my Jessica bits. <laughs> Me and whom? Me and whom? <laughs> me and whom? Nah. Me and whom? Still out of Vegas. Whom's still out of Vegas? Okay. Speaking of music, uh, new little short BT awards recap, but only the parts that we care about. Yep, because I, you know, I don't care about this award show. Yo, shit. that shit was terrible. Yeah. Apparently, it was its lowest rating in like a few years. Well, I think all rating, literally every year, an award show was reaching its lowest ratings. Like, because award shows suck nowadays. They suck. It's already paid off. And I think BET is trying to push itself as like, you know, we're for the culture and we're the culture. You're owned by white people. Like their tagline was culture's biggest night. It's not. But I mean, I guess, I think on, um, in Kimberly Foster's video, she's talking about how like, like black music kind of is like pop culture now mm-hmm. like it's the main thing so yeah. she was like okay like culture yeah biggest night because you know like hip-hop is like part of the main culture now which i hate but whatever um yeah i don't like it it just it just feels very anti-black to me like y'all don't does. deserve this shit it does y'all don't deserve this shit but i just feel uncomfortable because it feels like a little corrupt because i was like you know like black people don't own bt so i was like black people are not like for bt to say like it's the culture or like whatever it just feels like very 
puppet on a string type thing. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, like, they obviously, they, like, hire black people, and black people are making a lot of the content we see from them. But, but it's, it's like, like at the end of the day. owning it. Because the yeah. white, white, white people still will be able to say, oh, no, you can't do that, or no, I yeah. don't want you to do that, or I don't think that's going to sell. Like, how do you know? You're not black! Exactly. It's like, you're not, and y'all not even in tune, for real, for real. Yeah, and I think that's why BT has really, like, shifted, because it's like, they used to kind of be the forefront of, and I guess maybe also as social media has, like, like presented itself and been like more of a force and like social media has really pushed the culture like no longer it's we're looking at tv to push the culture like we realize oh we do this shit mm-hmm. like you don't no longer get to put out an artist and be like okay well this is your black artist of the year here you go like you guys are forced to like this music now yeah but it was hosted by taraji p henson who i love because do you see yeah love taraji love but taraji. i didn't hear no one say anything on the timeline like i was kind of watching the timeline mm-hmm. While, the, while it was on, and no one really said anything about Taraji? She looks very Did pretty. I miss it? I don't know. I mean, she was a host. I don't think she did anything, like, like spectacular. Okay. From one of the recaps I was watching. Um, but she said it was the year of the black woman, and I was like, mm, okay. Is it? While y'all snub black women? Hello? Because why Chloe and Halle lost... Like, best group to Silk Sonic with Silk one so- song out? A singular song? They're not even a group. Them niggas just collabed. Like, they just made a song together. That's not a group. And I was like... Okay, somebody at BET headquarters must have wanted to hear that fucking Leave the Door Open song because ain't no know. way. I don't know. I think they're paying for These labels yeah. are paying for awards. I and did. another reason t- to not be into awards anymore because it's clear it's that y'all are not for. awarding the people who actually deserve the award. Because even, because I think City Girls were also in the best group category. And I was like, I wouldn't yeah. even be mad if Chloe yeah. and Haley lost to City Girls because City Girls is a group. Right. I was like, even City Girls. First off, a solidified group. Solidified. With multiple songs. Yeah. Full bodies of work. You know, chart, like, like their stuff is on the charts. Like, they're very clearly, like, like they've been like, around longer yeah. than Silk Sonic. They've charted, like. Yeah, it would have made sense if they won, even. Yeah, I wouldn't even have been mad. Their songs get pretty big. Biggest songs get pretty big. Like, they're a big force in the culture. I'd say that, like, community-wise, from what I see, like, people gravitate more to City Girls and Chloe and Haley. I mean, you have to have a certain level of intelligence. F- actually. To. Because y'all don't be listening. Yeah. Like, so Chloe and Hallie, y'all don't be hearing that instrumentation. Yeah, y'all listen to melodies, them harmonies. Like y'all don't be listening. Yeah, I would have been. I wouldn't even been mad if it went to City Girls, but everybody else in that category, I was like, because it was Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin, and it was Crack Brown and um, who was it? Whoever. Thug. I don't know. I was like, neither one of these people are groups. This is what? two names. Why is there two names on the thing if it's a group? Literally, I was like, these are not legit groups at. All. And I'm like, I know there's groups out here who yeah. probably could have because Van Jess. Yeah, I was like Van Jess. I was like, I think Van Jess would be a snob low key on everything. Yeah. Like, it's uh, giving colorism. It's but giving also colorism. Is the music there? Okay, it's a little bit. Don't don't play Van Jess like that. I haven't done a deep dive into the music, but what I, from what I've heard, it's sounding average. But it's for someone. Maybe it's for not, someone. Yeah. Maybe not me, but I think that Van Jess should be bigger than what they are right now. Yeah, sure, for sure. But yeah, I was like. I don't even know what other groups there are, but surely someone else would have fit the category better than whoever they decided. But yeah. it don't even matter. I also hated every outfit that <laughs> crossed the runway. Damn no near. Terrible. I was like, so we they just pulling okay. shit out the back of the closet that still got the tags on and rolling up on yeah. the rug. Everyone just looked like they were going to different events. I what's was the like, theme? There's no cohesive. Do we have an, what's the invite look like? Like, because I was like, why do I see niggas in like, because what, Coyle Roy and her stud Girl, boyfriend. I was like, are you even, do you know where you're at? Like, do you, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said it was like the subway surfer. 
but like that was a mess and i was like you look completely different than meg who you know very controversial opinion did not like that dress but it was what? it was not a good dress it i was like, okay who was dressing y'all i was like where is the stylist child are they on break too they must have been because it was not it was terrible i did like chloe's dress mm-hmm. or kind of Oh, was, with fishnet joint? Yeah, I was like, maybe I wouldn't have worn this to an award show, but Flo somewhere. Flo Millie looked really nice. I, don't, I didn't see what she Flo She had Millie like wore. a sheer, like, bedazzled kind of dress. It was really nice. She Ooh, okay. she looked really, really good. Well, um, like, are, are award shows not, like, a formal event? That's what I'm saying. Like, do you guys think, because I guess maybe, like, be, like, I don't know. just Maybe they just didn't have any direction for attire that's true too because i'm like did bet give you all direction of what like do we set a mood board we don't got no pinterest board available like Like, what are the other award shows be telling y'all that y'all come looking like y'all coming to the same place and i'm like i would really love for like for bet events like i know this might be corny or whatever but i'm like i would really love for people to wear black designer shit because i like half of those people had like um i would think it was javenchi was like the main Mm -hmm. Uh, designer for the night who was sending pieces to people but I was like these pieces are terrible they're horrible they don't fit y'all body like they're not tailored Damn. to you it was just like you're just wearing it to be like oh I'm wearing like I'm wearing Vinci or whatever but I was like I would so much love if for BT events you wear a black designer I, I would love that that became the standard I like I'm not would, tuning in to know more BT awards not on purpose. And y'all shouldn't either. Every year it's the same old shit. It's the same old shit. Put me in charge of BT, okay? <laughs> Put me in charge. At least with the red carpet and, like, sending out the invitation and, like, creating the theme. I would love to do that. That's, like, my dream job. Like, <laughs> you know, like, can I get a theme? Like, not that it has to be Met Gala theme. Like, the people don't have to know, but, like, can... Yeah. Can... Just tell the people you Can the inviting. artists know? Can we get a mood board going around? Can we, you know, like... I don't know. I would just love for it to be like black designers on the BET, like, and that's like the standard. Like, oh, you, why are you wearing Gucci? Like, this black designer, like, because yeah. there's so many black designers. I'm like, black people push fashion forward. Like, all that shit from the '90s where y'all love like that decked out like monogram, all that shit. That was all like the knockoff shit that you would find on the street selling out the back of a mm-hmm. truck. And then the designers took that and they were like, oh, this is hot. They shut them people down and then they resold it to you at a higher price. Bring back boosters. Because, like, they're not making, like, this fake shit be better than the designer shit half the time. Yup. You saw that little fake Christian Dior bag or yeah, something? Yeah, that shit was hot. I was like, I wait was like, a minute. It's not a real bag. It looked real to me. It looked real to me. And it looked better than what Christian Dior putting out. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, a lot of the rewards went to either people at Atlantic Records or Rock Nation. So. Interesting. That's why no conspiracy so, there. Yeah, nothing to see here. Just uh, if you move this way, don't ignore the red carpet and the 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 curtain in front of it. Yeah, <laughs> like the one good thing was that Brie Runway won like mm-hmm. Best International Artist. Yeah, and she was so happy. I was like, you deserve that. I, w- I wish she was able to perform. Yeah, I wish she was able to perform. She couldn't come because she had like come in contact with COVID, mm-hmm. so she was just being on the safe side. But Fair. she did test negative. But love her. For doing that honestly you should have just said fuck it because but because uh, <laughs> no. she had tested negative anyway but she was just staying just to be safe but i'm like girl fuck these people no because <laughs> i wanted to see her perform i didn't want to see her perform i was looking forward to that it's okay yeah it's okay we will see her perform at another award show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Um, Queen Latifah also received the Lifetime Achievement Award, and she well paid deserved. tribute to her partner, Ebony. I was like, wow, uh, I love that for you. I love the well. Queen Latifah was always like, bitch, if you if you know, you know, and if you don't, you, you should have known. <laughs> but be who you are for, for your, your pride. pride. <laughs> don't hide. <laughs> But yeah, if you want a real in-depth recap, you can check out Kimberly Foster. She does a great job. Yeah, I liked her video a lot. But yeah, y'all ain't gonna get no in-depth recap of no award show over here. Not for me. I'm just talking about the shit I care about, okay? Which wasn't that much. We should start our own awards. Mm. For people who actually win and deserve to win. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm gonna call the award show. Fuck. Um, this is still in the development stages. <laughs> Can't give out we'll all my secrets. Back. We'll report back. We'll circle back around for y'all. <laughs> But speaking of circling back, we still circling back around to Rochelle Jordan's Yo! album. Play With The Changes is still in my rotation. Absolutely. This album is getting some serious replay from me. It's really, really good. And the sultry production really takes it over the top. Like, Yeah, the production, like, I think I put it in those last week, but we didn't get to it. And I was like, the production was yeah. A1. One. It's so sexy, but, like, in a developed and very, like, intentional way. Not, like... Ooh, I'm having like sex and like blah blah blah. It's like it's sexy and it's not sex. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think like just her voice too is yes. very like beautiful voice. Mm. I'm obsessed with this album cover. It reminds yeah. me of my mini Ripper didn't but I know that's on that wall right there. Mm, yeah. Like just like giving me face, but I love that hers is just like painted like yeah. And it's like it's she's like maybe emotion. even crying or sweating <laughs> or something like it's giving the emotion through the right. album cover. I love it's it. It's giving like distress, and I'm just like, yeah, yes. I want to listen to that. Yes, <laughs> it takes me back to 2014, but like in a really, really, really good way. Like reminds me yeah. of the Rick Ross era when he was like making all that sex music, and he was like, Ashton, Marcy. <laughs> like, but like in a better way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 2014, that was also the year, like, before, like, shit got real, like. Don't remind me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Lay, that's my shit. That's uh, my motherfucking yeah, shit. It's going I on my sex playlist. Song. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the. It's in my hidden playlist on the um, podcast mm. account. Maybe I'll release it one day to the public. We'll see. Uh-uh. Why'd you make it on the podcast account? I don't know. Because I was. your personal Because <laughs> I was like, maybe I'll release this as like, here, niggas, like, here's another playlist before oh. your sex. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Lay is my fucking shit. And I was like, you know what? Also, nothing left. Makes me want to, like, put on a sports bra, some basketball shorts, and, like, a, a snapback and, like, start body rolling on the floor. Uh-uh. Do a little floor grind, a little pop lock. Like, Please. It's just hitting different areas. Yeah. I was like, even though in Lay, once I started to actually listen, listen to like, the lyrics, I was like, damn. She said, don't want to watch the news. They say, yeah. Basically, they're killing black men. Yep, damn. Yep. And I was like, mm. No, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was different because at first when I heard the song, I was like, oh, she's probably like talking about like, you know, she just doesn't want this guy to go. But I was like, I think this is, I I like how it was done. I like how it was done. I assume she was talking about like a romantic partner, but mm -hmm. she could be talking about anybody. She could be talking about anyone. Like she wanted them to stay here and keep them safe. Like she was like, the only way I know you're safe and like you're not dead is if you're here with me. And I was like, I liked it because I think a lot of times when people do police brutality music, they're like, and yeah, the popo was killing us. And it's like, you could say that in a better way. True. Yeah. I think she did it in a much more developed and intimate yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. But I think this might be my current album of the year. Like, I was going back between that and Hiatus, Hiatus I, Coyote. Mm, is 
Mood Valiant is better. Like, ooh, I don't know. I stand by my statement. Mood Valiant is the best album of the year. I have Rochelle Jordan, and I close second. Not to me. Oh, I don't know. Hiatus Cody music just hit me different. Like, it's just not. It's just. I it's think just it's the last couple else. songs on that album where I'm like, eh. I don't use sleeping on Sparkle Tape Breakup or Sparkle Breakup Tape. What's the call? I like that one. I What's like that damn? one. Yeah, Sparkle Tape Breakup. I like it though. But Rochelle, like Rochelle's Jordan's album just True. hit me okay. different. Like, I guess. I guess it, they neck and neck that at one least. literally has zero skips. Zero skips. And sometimes you want to skip Stoner Lavender. I do. On Move Valley. I do. But I've found a new appreciation for it. I'm just like, yes, sing, bitch. Like, I can appreciate it, but Rochelle Jordan's album, thank you, Kelsey. I know you're listening, but <laughs> thank you for recommending. Like, this is my this is my top album right now. That shit just hit in different, like, I be doing the little yeah. body rolls and the little, yeah. the little hip sways. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Right. It's just so. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, if you haven't checked out Rochelle Jordan's album, oh, man, like, that, yeah, that album just, it takes me somewhere else. Like, oh, I mean, yeah. Move Valiant does, too. It does for me. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, I hate this album or whatever. It's, it's literally, like, I think they're neck and neck for me. Hmm. But. I listened to Rochelle Jordan's album again this week and I was just in here and I, I forget what I was doing. I was just like listening. And I was like, wait a minute. I was like, this just. This shit in different areas. Yeah. I think I was listening to the podcast playlist and then Lay came on. I was like, oh. Was yeah. Like, that's yeah. going to be hitting. Hit. Okay. And I was like, damn, I hate that those lyrics of the song are terrible and sad. <laughs> but, but it's still good though. It's like, good. The lyrics, I think it was well written. Like, yes. Good, very much. Good to sing. Oh, I mean, I could talk about that album all day, but yeah. Yeah, listen to that and Mood Valiant immediately. Yeah. Listen to Chivalry is Dead immediately. 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 <laughs> Other albums. Um, shout out Sid, actually, for just being we fine know, as fuck. This we know week. she's working on the album. Ooh, she's fine as fuck. Oh, that little sunburnt photo I'm she posted. I'm just going to let you have that. Oh, she's so fine. Stop. That's my fucking baby. She's very gorgeous to me. She's the only one I've ever heard say this about Sid. I can't wait until I'm on her radar and we fall in love and um, she's be like, she whispers trying to away. fall in love. Ew, yuck. That's <gasps> weird. <laughs> I love her though. I've always been in love with her. I don't know. <laughs> I loved her. But baby, we wait on the album. Yeah, I mean, take your time, but... Take your other time. But since you've been teasing it... And you've been talking about, oh, we're almost done, we're done. Right, like, how far away are you from almost done? Yeah, I was like, does done mean I finish the beats and singing on the track and I'm sending it to the mixer? Right, Or does done mean I got everything together, I'm just waiting to hit the button on the day that I plan? (laughs) Or does done mean I already finished one song? Like, done means different things to everyone. So that's why I appreciate if y'all just shut the fuck up. It's very vague. Very vague. Right. Just come back when it's ready to go. You know, just post your fine ass photos of you being sunburnt and in your trucks and whatever the fuck. She loved her. Not truck. calling her sunburnt. She no, just... she said she was sunburned. Oh, she was sunburned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like out hiking. Yes, I look at her photos in depth. But she was like out hiking or something like that. And she took a picture and she was like, oh, I'm really sunburnt. I was like, baby, I could put some aloe lotion all over your oh, body. Oh, brother. <laughs> Horny alert. Horny alert. Horny alert. Horny alert. <laughs> <laughs> We get a button for uh, when we come back and be horny alert button. Uh-uh. <laughs> Sometimes we be horny on this podcast by accident. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's not too much. It's That's just a, life. It's a sprinkle of horny. It's accurate. <laughs> sprinkle of horny. Speaking of sprinkle, Rico Nasty gave us a little sprinkle of some. No magic. I, I like that song. It's so cute. It's called Magic. 
It's really cute. She's been teasing it for a little bit. And at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to listen to this. But I took a listen. It's so cute. I think it gives us like a really like intimate, softer version of Rico that a lot of people and a lot of listeners are not accustomed to. Also, it's kind of getting like island girl, island girl, like. (laughs) No, but the beats aren't produced by Kenny Beats. And it makes a difference. I hear Mm. a noticeable difference. Um, it's time to retire Kenny. Okay. Put him in the vault. Like, <laughs> yeah. And she's like singing in her raspy voice, which I really, really love. But yeah, I like that it gives us like a softer side of her. It was on my repeat list for the week. I really like it. I think I'll take a listen to RX whenever it comes out. Cause I think it's going to be RX. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave us like a really intimate side, which I really, really love because I think that like she's been talking on Twitter about how she's really depressed and how she doesn't like feel good and things like that. And I'm maybe hoping like RX is supposed to be like the medicine and things that make her feel better. And like, that's maybe mm. the concept of the album. I don't know. I'll wait for it to come out. I think it's a mixtape, not an album. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. I'll see. I'll see what the people say. I wish the album cover was better, but that's fine. Oh, I forgot what the album cover looks it like. It was like medicine and pills and stuff like that, but I just didn't like how it looked kind of like, like a uh, virtual 3D ish. Mm. I. I don't know. I'll just wait for it to come out. (laughs) This week's episode is sponsored by us. You can support us by becoming a member of our Patreon or sending us something on Cash App at $1.5Lesbians. If you have something you'd like us to promote on a future episode, you can send us an email to oneandahalflesbianspod at gmail.com for more info. Now let's get back into the show. So a few weeks ago, we asked you guys to send us some Curious Cat questions of stuff that you want to ask us for our 100th episode. Thank you guys for all the responses and the questions. So we're going to take this time to answer them. First question. What's the most annoying slash hardest thing about having a podcast? I think we have to answer that separately because we do two different roles in the podcast. Like you're more technical and background and I'm more like design and and like like branding and marketing and networking (laughs) and that type of thing. I think for me, the most challenging thing is like thinking of new ideas because I don't like to follow what other people are, how people are marketing or like what their brand stuff looks mm-hmm. like. So like really imagining and like trying to find inspiration, even in the smallest things to create something that's new and exciting. Um, I think also like I do a decent chunk of the notes. I mean, we both help on notes, but like mm-hmm. finding stuff that is like queer centric because I don't want to talk about like straight shit like that's not what this podcast yeah. is and also i in general i don't, I don't care don't about, give a fuck what they doing yeah exactly <laughs> so it's like finding stuff that we actually give a fuck about yeah and like that is even for dumb bitch news it's like yeah i hate it but it's funny and yeah, it's interesting I, to like, me semi give a fuck about i semi give a, to want to talk about or, yeah it. or if it's something like related to the community um number one hardest thing though is fucking posting like on Instagram, that shit is terrible. Yeah. I hate doing that shit. I was like, like in the beginning when I would try to like do some of the tweets, I was like, oh no, like yeah, yeah, doing. <laughs> I was like, I've this gotten, is not for me. <laughs> I've gotten better like tweeting because I mean that's like my best medium, but I think mostly of the stuff is like creating and like finding mm-hmm. inspiration um, to do new marketing stuff because some of y'all should be looking terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm not, yeah, because there's this one template on Canva that everybody's using for their business now, and it's like kind of like it's this like, starry thing. I'm like, I'm not using it. It's that. like, we've all seen it, guys. We've all seen it. Like, I can't <laughs> even tell the brands apart anymore. So it's like making something that's distinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the hardest for me, I guess maybe editing. Mm-hmm. Like, editing itself is not that hard sometimes. I don't know. Sometimes, like, you just can't cut 
what you want to cut. Mm-hmm. So you just got to leave it in. And mm-hmm. that just frustrates me. I just be like, damn it. Yeah. And you're I want it to be perfect. Yeah. And it's not. It makes me upset. Yeah. We really take the time. Well, Adriana does um, all the editing. But like editing is so important for a podcast. I think I really just like hearing podcasts. Yeah. Where... A lot of y'all don't be editing and I'd be listening and I was like, ooh, you could have cut that. You could have cut that out. Like, like, I don't need to know what's happening in the background. Like, unless it's relevant and you're going to tie it into the story. Like. A lot of times, I don't need to know what's happening in the background. If your dog's barking, like, just wait until that nigga's done. Or, like, yeah. if you finish, like, I've even heard people be like, okay, wait, I'll go, I'm going to be right back. And, like, they leave the room and, like, the podcast is still running. I'm like, huh? cut that you shit. Cut that out. What? Be, I've never heard that before. Oh it's God. a professional podcast. I'm not going to say the name. It a was, professional? It was one of the ones from a network. And Girl, cut that shit out. I was like, like, I mean, they were gone for, like, a good, like. And it was silence? Yeah, silence. And, like, oh, no. You could hear their footsteps. I was like, oh, what the no. fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah i even i even cut our like pauses shorter Mm -hmm. because this is audio why the fuck are we having long bits of silence if it's not like a purpose behind it exactly exactly unless it's for comedic effect exactly it's really not necessary yeah i think cut that shit up editing is really everything because all you have is audio you don't have like the visual component to it yeah so I think it's really important to edit. I, I've heard a lot of people, because when I used to be on Clubhouse and they'd be talking about, I went to this one podcasting room. I was like, y'all not telling me nothing. I don't really know. Okay, but. I went in a couple. I was like, I don't know why I'm going on here. I knew they weren't going to tell me nothing. They're not telling you shit. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, start your podcast. And somebody was like, so how important like is it to edit? Like, should I get an editor or whatever? And the guy was like, no, you don't Bruh. need it. You oh remember that God. room, yeah. right? He was like, yeah, you don't need an editor. Like, no, nah, it's just about the content. I was like, I was, if like, the, huh? I was like, if the edit is not good, I'm not going to want to listen to your podcast. Like, unless I really know you. Like, I'm not listening to that shit. And even then... Yeah, especially the way people talk is, like, sometimes you need to edit something out because you either are saying something that is irrelevant, like you have a false start that Mm -hmm. is not relevant to what you're saying, or you got extra ums that could be cut out. Yeah, I hate a... It's taking up space. I hate a um... Like, I mean, you'd, you'd be the main one saying, um, here, um, um, there's um, a cute, um, there's um, a, um, um, But you edit them out. You edit... <laughs> I try. You edit an appropriate amount sometimes of them out. Sometimes it's, um, it's impossible. You know what? I'm just an um ass nigga. <laughs> uh, breathtaking um nigga. I am a breathtaking ass nigga. <laughs> I be trying to edit it out. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> damn it, this nigga be breathing. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Never really be me. <laughs> this nigga fucking breathe too much. God damn it, you mouth breather. I'd be like, damn, why'd I have to breathe right there? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even notice it. I'd be like. <gasps> yeah, I know, because it'd just be like natural part of the conversation. I'm just like. Because well, I don't breathe when I talk. I'd just be letting all that shit out. Yeah, you'd be like. Mm. And then like. <laughs> <laughs> but even if you're not like the best editor, like at least make an attempt to edit your podcast. I yeah, think. especially like if you have long pauses, yeah. edit. If you edit nothing else, edit, edit out long, long pauses, pause. please. Yeah. Nobody want to hear that shit. And just be authentic. Like, talk about the shit that you care about. Like, you don't have to... Like, you can still do a pop culture podcast, but it doesn't have to be something that is the pop culture that is, like, on the mainstream or, like, the most happening this week. Because everybody's doing that. Like, look behind the surface. Like, dig a little deeper. What's going on in, you know, this land? Or, like, what did you see on this? Or, you know? Yeah. Talk about stuff that's relevant to you, and I think you'll have, like, a more niche and, like, dedicated audience. Mm. Okay. I'm just going to delete them as we answer. Okay. I deleted that one. Should we do how we met? I guess we already answered, We've already that, answered in that, old that several times. But you know how people they just gotta keep repeating shit because <laughs> niggas don't listen no more. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if you want to listen, go listen to them hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. See how we met. Best party memory. 
Do I have a good party memory? Mm. I kind of like the pickle question, too. I think I have one. Okay. I'll ask it. Um, okay, next question is, what was the best party memory you guys have? Honestly, I've been too drunk at parties to I've been remember. to lots. Well, I haven't been to that many. Let me not act like... <laughs> party animal over here. <laughs> I think I went to this one... I don't think you were there. Me and Morgan went to this one party in Towson. Mm, I probably wasn't there. I think. I don't know, but it was fun because they were sharing a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, most of my party memories just include me kind of getting really drunk and then jumping on the window seal at the Crown, yeah. which I'm way too tall for. Yeah. And acting a damn fool and then <laughs> going home. So, yeah. Yeah. Anytime, oh, anytime I've been crossfaded, yeah, good times. <laughs> Next question. Do you like pickles or are you normal? I'm normal as fuck, man. Fuck Stop them playing. pickles. Yo, you don't like pickles? No. Oh, pickles on a good crispy Disgusting. Chicken. I'm going to take them shit off my sandwich. On a good, like, crispy chicken sandwich, like, nar? Nar. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yo, I I have come to an awakening about pickles because, <laughs> like, I used to have them when, back in the day before, you know, I changed my whole Chick-fil-A stance. But, like, I would take them off the Chick-fil-A sandwich. But then, like, at Popeye's, they'd be putting them on the sandwich, and Popeye's chicken is crispy. Crispy. Okay? <laughs> and they have the pickles, and I was like, wait a minute. And the pickle juice kind of soak into the bun. Mm. Just a little. Nah. I can barely tolerate, like, the little residue it leaves behind when you take the pickles off. I'm like, like, that's enough for okay. me. I don't need no more pickle flavor than that. Now, I won't just and eat a too much. boneless pickle. Yeah. But I'm going to put it on something. I haven't yeah. reached that. Pickle, people Y'all eat boneless. straight pickles? Uh-uh. People be putting Kool-Aid pickles. You never seen no, that? No, they be putting it in Kool-Aid. Like, yeah. soaking it. They be soaking it in Kool-Aid. For, you've never seen well, that? Well, maybe put them in it tastes good. Hmm. Yeah, nasty. I'd have to smell it. <laughs> you know, you smell your food before you eat it. I'm just like, let me see how it smell first. <laughs> Next question. How many blunts do you smoke in a day? Zero. I don't smoke blunts. <laughs> <laughs> smoke bong. I'm a, like exclusively a peace smoker. Mm. Bongs, pipes, no, none of that paper shit because I don't know how to roll. It's okay. At least you admit it. And also, it's a waste of weed. Mm. you save more weed if you use a bong or just like a pipe or something Mm -hmm. because you fill in the blunt up with all that smoke i mean with all that weed and then half of it smoking is the smoke is just disappearing it's going to waste fair or with the bong you can control the smoke you stop Mm -hmm. it burning and you're saving it Mm. i smoke no blunts um because i'm sober Mm. plus before that i wasn't really smoking blunts like that like if a nigga had a blunt at a function i'd be like hey let me get that yeah like yeah, only time I smoke a blunt is with other people. Yeah, I'm not I'm not rolling my own. Yeah. And who wants to smoke tobacco? Not me. I mean, well, I would, but... I know your lungs hurting. <laughs> Next question is, fuck, Mary kill. Carrie Foe, Megan Thee Stallion, Niecy Nash. <laughs> um, is it, yes, I'm messy and wanted to make it hard. You know what? <laughs> I'm killing Megan only because I'm tired of the games. True. Like, Should be playing games. I'm queer baiting games. Them queer baiting games. Like at the after party at the BT, she was like kissing on Miami. I was like, this is getting yeah. straight. I was woman. like, mm. and I was like, obviously, you know, they think it's okay. I was like, both y'all both got boyfriends, mm-hmm. but it's quote okay because it's just girls because they not really gay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why I would kill Megan. I would fuck Niecy Nash um, because I respect Jessica Betts enough not to marry her woman. <laughs> 
and I would marry Carrie Faux because I think she has great style and I think we would click really well. Mm, yeah, I this is very hard for me. I was like, I, I don't know who to kill. It was an easy choice for me, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I will. I feel. Am I about to say the same thing you just said? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the right answer. <laughs> You were right, because I was like, well, I was like, I want to fuck Niecy Nash. She has great but then teeth. I was like, then who am I supposed to kill? And I was like, I didn't want to kill Carrie Foe, because I wanted to fuck Carrie Foe, too. <laughs> I feel like Carrie Foe and I would have a very loving, lasting relationship. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I think I've made my decision. I think I think I would fuck Megan Thee Stallion, and I would marry Carrie Foe. You're killing Niecy Nash? Oh, wait. I already said fuck Nicki Nash, right? Yeah. Damn. See, this is too hard. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn. I guess I do have to kill Megan. Damn. Because I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of like t- her actions are kind of turning me off. Like, I don't want to marry her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The queer way you sound you. very like you you love your man. Like, I don't want that energy around And that's, me. that's okay. You can love your man you from know? over there. Love from the hell. No. <laughs> you think last week from was the hot. afterlife? Wait until you go to hell for marrying a man. <laughs> Someone said, "I'm black and can't dance. Do you have any tips?" Like, because no, I'm I, tired of being embarrassed. Like, no, I don't have any tips. You I'm, simply just gonna have to be embarrassed, babes. I'm um, also black and can't dance. Like, <laughs> you just have to have the confidence. Stop us. Exactly, just have the confidence. <laughs> I I could dance a little bit. I could do my little two step. Ooh, somebody said. Adriana, is you single? I want to cook for you. I like to eat, but you say you're from the UK, so unless you're coming to me. <laughs> B, any tips for learning string instruments? Put in effort. Um, that's really practice. Yeah, you have to practice. It's not gonna come like naturally. Like you gotta watch some YouTube videos. Um, I am a student at YouTube University for my bass, and yep. I just play around. I try to play by ear but also i know that that is a privilege because i have formal piano lessons so mm. i've kind of like been trained to like play by ear already um but youtube is really the, your best friend or you can subscribe to somebody's patreon that does like string instruments yeah our friend morgan plays like every goddamn yeah. instrument and in but like universe. she had to because she's a teacher that she yeah she's a teacher but like you have to put in the effort you have to like want to do it you can't just be like oh that might be cool like yeah you have to want to do it there has to be some passion behind it Where's the passion? Where's the fire? Where's the passion? <laughs> Do y'all think we should keep an eye out on DT now that he's no longer president? That nigga's coming back for season two, okay? Listen, the only eye that needs to be on him is that evil eye. Like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, the way things are going, I would not be surprised for a resurgence in 2024. I can't. Is Earth going to take us by then? Hopefully. Shit. I was thinking, I was like, is that ocean fire going to just like... Like, yeah, I was consume like, the world? Like, shit. That's what I was wondering. I was like, are, is the ocean fire spreading, or are we stopping it? We're containing right. it there? Yeah, I'm like, could it spread? Like, If there's enough oil in the ocean. True, and I guess it's just on top, so it could just flow with it the... It could flow around. Mm. And they're trying to use water to put it out, which I feel like you... It's fucking oil? Like, how would you put out a grease fire? I feel like maybe that? Yes, that would be similar. It would be <laughs> salt, but whatever. It's the ocean. And they're pouring salt in the ocean. There's already salt in the ocean. <laughs> And it's not helping. (laughs) Okay, final question. Should I break up with my white partner? The relationship is really healing, but I'm low-key tired of having to stifle my bomb-ass jokes that they definitely aren't allowed to laugh at. 
I mean, if you had to ask. If you had to ask. Yes. I was about to say, after the should I break up with my white partner, I was yes. like, yes. No further information N- needed. None needed. Everyone, break up with your white partner. Wake up with your white partner. Yeah. Because he's white. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, you shouldn't have to stifle yourself around someone. Like, I feel as if if your jokes involve blackness and, like, are centered around blackness because you're black and, like, that's fine. But if you feel like your white partner cannot laugh at those things, you're not, are you truly being your authentic self? Are you being yourself to the fullest? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, some of y'all could date white partners. Y'all could do what y'all want. I'm really not. I guess I'm just going to look down on you. Like, I'm just going to be side-eyeing. I'm just going to be like, damn, they, they ain't a white person. Like, that's I'll be like, crazy. Mm, like, that's not my business. But if you're happy, I'm happy for you. Like, you like it, I love it. Um, mm, I just be shaking my head. I really just, I just be like, what a shame. Like, oh. yeah, like. <laughs> But if you have to, if you feel like you're stifling yourself, yeah, and your creativity and your fun and your laughter, how much longer can you do that for? You know, right? Like if you can be your authentic self and like be your whole self around your white partner, like great for you, like it, I love it. But if you're not being that, what's the point? And like I don't know what you mean by relationship being healing or whatever, but what they buy you stuff like that's how relationships with a white person would be healing to me. <laughs> like you, you, my pay pig. Yep. That's the only healing relationship I could have with a white person. <laughs> it was a transactional? It's a transactional relationship. Okay. But if you had to ask, and you had to ask on a non, then maybe you know the answer. You knew you knew we was going to tell you no. You just needed some confirmation. Confirmation. You, you needed that confirmation. Well, here's that confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for everybody else who didn't really send a question. You guys just like were like, hey, I love the podcast. I was like, thanks. Yes, thanks. Thank you for liking what we do. I appreciate it. This week we watched P Valley season one, episode eight, the season finale. Dun, 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 dun. And the opening scene, we start off where we left off with Montavious in the Paradise Room talking about, like, where's my motherfucking money, Haley? And then she was talking about how she had put it all in the bank. Mm-hmm. And he was like, they let you put, like, a quarter million in the bank? I was like, hello? A quarter million? How do we get there? For real. I was like, oh, she was doing some extra drops we ain't see. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But she said she mixed it with money that she got from the club and, like, soaked it in bourbon. And couldn't nobody tell the difference. I was like, oh, you crafty motherfucker. Yeah. She was like, like I could have been dancing in clubs from here down in Miami. Like, they don't know. But she was like, I look like a stripper, not a... And then Montavious reveals the secret that we didn't know. And she was a former corporate accountant. Okay. It's like, okay, businesswoman. Yeah, for real. Because she was talking all that business shit in, like, previous episodes. I was like, bitch, how you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like... I think she said later, like, they always underestimate a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. She said she got a head for business, but a body for sin. They blinded by that light. Mm-hmm. Pretty ass bitches can get away with murder. But it also makes sense of why she was a god-awful stripper. I mean, She's, I don't think so. Because he was talking about, oh, like, all them, like, pole dance classes in Houston, like, mm. didn't pay off or something. So I'm just like, I think she's just bad. Oh, I don't know. darn. <laughs> There's no excuse. No excuse. <laughs> and then somebody knocks really hard on the door because they also need the room. Like, the fuck? Y'all been in there for a minute now. Right. She was like, I'm trying to make my money. And Autumn goes to answer, but then Montavia starts, like, grabbing her and choking her out to keep her quiet. And she was like, killing me is not going to lead you to the money. 
And side note, these choking noises were not convincing to me. She's like, <laughs> I was convinced. I wasn't even thinking about it. Oh, I was, I was not. just like, damn girl, get out of there. Like, I was like, you should have kept, you shouldn't have turned her back around when you started talking. Mm. You should have grabbed that door while you was close to it and True. she was sitting down. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure she was just not thinking clearly. <laughs> when he throws her like across the room, uh, she was like, I don't know why I came in here with you. And he was like, you better follow my orders. And she was like, they're going to know, though. There's cameras all over the place. And I was like, yeah, there's cameras in the Paradise Room. Like, why would you not suspect that, sir? Yeah. But nobody was watching them damn cameras. Unfortunately. But I was like, y'all not doing your job. He was like, that's why I need your ass to start dancing. So then that's why they're, like, dancing and talk. She's, like, dancing while they're talking. Yeah. It was just, it was a mess. I was like, girl, I don't know why you came in there either. Like, you should have never went in there. Got that fight, flight, or freeze. Yep. Can't say what I would do in the situation if I was there. So as Clifford's given her MC spiel, we see like the different moods and activities that are going on in the club. So Haley's dancing on Montavious and they're like talking and Mercedes is dancing on coach in another private room. But the, the dance room is getting hype and they throw money and like Mississippi is like talking on her phone, like hyping the event. Um, so it's now showtime and Mississippi and murder are now introduced as Chuckalisa's new trap prince and the pole princess. Purr. And Murda's, like, out there. He's, like, performing. And the crowd's, like, singing the chorus along with him. And he's, like, whoa. Like, well, these people crazy. are, like, singing my song. And then he, like, when he comes back to reality, he's, like, going crazy. He's, like, throwing the fur into the crowd. And Clifford was, like, are, like niggas, you crazy? Like. I wasn't sure if that was because Clifford's in love or because that shit was expensive I and think, alone. Yeah, I was, like, that was her fur. Oh, that was her fur. I, yeah, so it was, like, this is not. This, this is not yours to be thrown in the not crowd. This is not no shit we just throwing around to people. <laughs> this is yeah, not. she grabbed that shit back. She said, ho, keep your tongue to yourself. <laughs> And then Mississippi is killing it on the pole. Like, the talent scout that came there for murder is really there more for her. Mm-hmm. And Wody was like, oh, like, that's our star power. And the guy was like, well, yeah, I see a star, right? Looking right. at Mississippi. Mississippi. But then we also get a pan to Derek. Dun, dun, dun. dun. And we know that nigga's about to cause trouble. Outside the club, though, Big L is laying down the rules for them, like, in the line. He's strolling up and down. He got, like, his cane. And he was like, you know... No Hancock, no Jancock, <laughs> sign that petition. And somebody was like, I ain't signing shit. And he stops and he was like, you best sign that petition against the casino, you motherfucker. I was like, you know what? Big L is kind of scary. Like in a very like pimpish way. Like yeah. I don't I don't do a lot, but when I do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and Diamond's still checking in people at the door. And he finds a gun in somebody's back pocket. He was like, what the hell you think this is? He was like, man, I put it in the car, but, you know, I caught an Uber. And he was like, well, nigga, pick it up when you finna go. I was like, wait a minute. And then he puts it in a box, and there's hella weapons in there. Yep, they just confiscating all the weapons. (laughs) Bringing a gun to the club is actually egregious when you think about it. Yeah, like. What the fuck do you think was about to pop off? Literally. And the shit wouldn't have popped off if none of y'all brought y'all guns. Why are y'all bringing a gun to the strip club? (laughs) For what? Like, just nigga shit. I don't know. Like, I don't, they said they got to stay ready. <laughs> and Big Al, like, notices that Diamond's, like, really checking people at the door. And he's like, yeah, Diamond, like, ain't nothing about to pop off tonight with you at the door. And then he was like, you know, better not be, but smell like it's going to rain. And I was, I was like, like, yeah, it's going to rain all right. Country ass niggas. <laughs> Real, and then Big L is like, let me just take this box of weapons onto the back. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Good idea. <laughs> And then inside the club, DJ Never Scare calls out the pink all-stars, and then they all come out on the stage, and Murder's performing his new song, Mississippi Pride, which it was kind of fire. I it was. I was like, okay. Like, it's got a cute hook, just spelling out Mississippi. Yeah, and he did a really good job. And then 
But we keep panning to Derek though, and he's watching Mississippi on stage. He he don't look happy at all. But I'm like, you knew what you was gonna see here, so I'm confused. Like, like he just came to be angry. I guess like protect your peace, maybe. For real, like if you would stay home with your child, where's the baby? You wouldn't even be upset about this right now. <laughs> I'm like, you know what she does, so... Literally. I guess, like, he's just jealous or whatever, and I guess seeing it in person... Stupid-ass Because we know, uh, last episode, Gidget said, like, mm-hmm. you ain't never come here before. Yeah. So I guess now he's like, damn, you really be out here? You and be shaking your butt. And I think he doesn't like that everyone else loves her. Mm-hmm. Because then like, she, like, realizes her worth no way. Yeah. Because he's, he's built that whole relationship on, like, tearing her down, probably, and, like, making her feel, like, worthless, and, like, he's her only option. Mm-hmm. But then also, as the girls are dancing, Clifford is dancing her ass off, twirling that damn Batman ass yep. cape. I loved every time we cut to her dancing. It was so funny. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dance to your man's song. <laughs> In the back, too, Mercedes is dancing for Coach. Her regular. She, he was like, thanks for the invite. You know, like, I missed that last dance the first time, but I ain't going to miss it again. Well, I got, I got something to tell you. I got some news for you, buddy. You're going to miss it again. <laughs> Apparently, he drove all the way from Memphis to Chuckalisa. Yup. They said, I'm going to travel far to see that ass. Like, they said, he said, I'm dedicated. I'm dedicated to that ass. Yeah. And Mercedes is, like, sitting next to him on the couch, telling her, like, how much she appreciates him, like, how, like, regulars like him keep girls like her working, and he's, like, generous or whatever, and that she, he's invested in her. And, she, and then she was like, well, am I worth 10K? And I was like, girl, this was your plan? That was, I was like, when Autumn literally handed you the cash? Like, you had it in your hands. And the uh, coach was like, is that all I am to you? Like, a walking billfold? And she was like, well, don't get it twisted. Like, this has always and just trans- been transactional. transactional. Which is fine. Yeah. But I still don't get why she just didn't take, like, why are you begging a nigga for something that? Yeah. I don't know. I guess maybe she just wanted to feel like she did it herself. Mm. And I guess this would be her doing it herself. But then he asked, like, am I going to be a partner in the gym? And she's like, oh, hell no. Nah. But I was like, that's literally fair. Right. I was like, it'd be 50-50 at that point. Like, hello? Yeah. Why would I not be a partner? Yeah. But then um, coach was like, well, like, if if it's not that, I'm going to need something else. Like, Yeah, I'm going to need a return on my investment. Like, what I said, like, I want you, like, up in the condo and the river with the keys. Like, we can go, like, uh, farm with sickness at the game all the time. And I was just like, I was like, so you just so want you're arm- trying to be her sugar daddy? Yeah, like, I was like, you just trying to be arm candy? I was like, why are we upset at this? I'm sorry. Right. I miss, am I missing something? <laughs> he was, was like, let me take you from the pole to the palace. <laughs> I was like, look, a rich nigga want me? I'm sorry. Y'all don't go here for me. I mean, yeah, because it, it sounded like you might be in a good situation. And then she was like, oh, well, how's your wife going to feel like that? And he said, she already know. So what's the problem? So it sounded like you got it in the bag, but. I'm just saying. I was like, ain't he not ugly? Right. And it seems like she likes him to a certain degree. Yeah. But back on, like, the main floor, Murda gets approached by the exec after he's finished his show. And then the executive is like, here, like, you could take all my shit, shorty. Like, I'd rather give you this motherfucking protect before you steal my breath away. And I was like, female trait. <laughs> female trait. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the exec and, like, the show guy from the Blue Guap Empire, which is about the most hood-rich motherfucking label name. Right. I was like, Blue Guap and her, oh, Okay. Yeah, like, all right. All right. I wouldn't sign to them, but whatever. Mm. And this woman runs up to Murder, and she's like, Murder, can you please sign my titties? And she got her bare-ass titties out. And you could tell he's not used to it, because he was like, whoa. Yeah. But he signs them anyway. Well, he was about to, but then Cliff was like, oh, no, 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 no titties and tequila. He's like, hey, heifer, no titties and tequila. That's my that's my rule for the last night, and that includes you, Miss President of the Big Old Titty Committee. I was like, 
can you imagine like bitches taking out their titties and be like, can you sign my titties? Sign? Like you ain't need, need to do all that. You didn't even, you could have just left them in the shirt. Right. I could have just signed the top of them. <laughs> that was a big era though. People signing people's titties. That was a, that was a whole era in yeah. itself. <laughs> Bring that back. Who want me to sign their titties? <laughs> <laughs> so Rome, who is the executive, he wants to talk about some possibilities with murder in the back. But I think apparently murder has to buy the bottles. That's kind of like, he was like, oh, like, I'm going to come to the back. He was like, all right, but you buying the bottles, though, like, to murder. And I was like, hmm, okay, you but broke. But supposed to be the label guy. Yeah. And you trying to sell this dream. But I got to buy the bottles. Hmm, interesting. So they go into the section. Um, and Rome also invites Mississippi because apparently they are the fiance of the week. And he was like, if y'all talking like, you know, then we all talking. Yeah, but then Derek is in the back trying to, like, get her attention. He's mm-hmm. like, like, Keyshawn, Key. But she's just like, um. Anyway, she goes with them to the section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, you weirdo. She's fucking working. Like, if you was finna be jealous, just stay your ass at home. Literally. Like, I don't, like, I don't understand. Like, he thinks, I don't know. He just has whatever issue he has. I hear a lot of, like, girls in the, well, at least the strippers that I know, like, sometimes they're like, yeah, past boyfriends would be, like, mad. And they'd be, like, they basically try to be, like, Captain save and be like, oh, well, like, I'm going to take you at the strip club. Like, you don't got to do this no more. And it's like, no, I like doing this. Or, like, I like making my own money. Like, I don't want you to pay for anything because you're going to think you own me. Or they get jealous that they're strippers or whatever. And, like, people look at them. It's like, nigga, I'm not fucking them. Right. But then back in in the back room, Big L is watching Autumn on the camera, like, barely dancing. He was like, yeah, like, yellow girls know they ain't got to try too hard. I was like, fuck, man. Glad y'all know. Glad y'all know. (laughs) And then Cliff comes back into the room Happy, like, oh, like, you should have seen them bitches was popping and dropping their pussies like it was going out of style. And then Big L was like, well, they better since they pussies gonna be going out of business tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I love his cadence, how he be talking. (laughs) And she was like, nigga, just count. He was like, I've been counting these guns. And Clifford starts admiring, like, all the guns and the brass knuckles and shit. He was like, look at what the riffraff brought in. And I died because... It seemed like Cliff was most mad about the chips. Like, she held up the chips and she was like, oh, niggas just breaking all the rules tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Like what? He wasn't supposed to have chips? No, nobody's supposed to have chips because that's one of Cliff's rules. I think it was like 509. Like, no chips in the paint. Because remember last episode when um, Mercedes, they cleaned off the thing. And you're like, I see why Cliff said no chips in the paint. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, then they see Autumn on the camera, like, taking her top off. And they're like, oh, like, look like bitches are breaking the rules, too. Autumn wasn't lying. They really got cameras everywhere. Yup. I was like, I wanted to be like, it was only a matter of time before Mm -hmm. they got, but everything was going wrong tonight. Yeah. Everything everything. was going wrong. They called Diamond for a 2-0 in the paradise room, but then he was like, yeah, like I'm outside trying to lay down the law. And then, so. So then Big L was like, okay, like I'll I'll do do it. it. Big L does not do it. (laughs) And Diamond's outside still checking people and we pan to him and there's a kid like with an obvious fake ID. This kid is like, maybe 18 at most mm-hmm. and then i was like fuck it you know it's last night and then he was like well stay in school while you at it motherfucker so he lets him in yeah I mean, he was really looking more like 15 14 it was for real young kid giving baby it was actually the guy the kid that maine has babysitting his ankle bracelet all the time it's the same mm-hmm. kid but big l gets a text from duffy which is gidget's boyfriend and he was like truck in the back come link with me and he was like, you know, I guess we all break Uncle Cliff's rules tonight. So he doesn't go to the Paris Dice Room. Yup. He instead goes out back with Duffy. For your stupid drug deal? Well, Autumn is in danger. <laughs> 
So the same kid with the fake ID starts rolling through the club, and then he knocks on the door to where Mercedes is at. And Mercedes is like, how the hell you get up in here, little boy? And he was like, your man, man, made me a fake ID, you know. He wanted me to give you this about your girl, Haley. And he has, like, the missing poster. I'm just like, yikes. And I realized that Haley had never told Mercedes her real name because she was like, who the fuck is Haley? Yep. Yeah, she had only told Andre her real name. Mm Mm-hmm. So Mercedes is checking out all the details on this poster and notices that the ring that's around, there's a guy... So Autumn is standing there and there's a hand around her shoulder and there's a ring on the finger. And she realizes that it's the same one that Montavious currently has on, who she met earlier because he gave her a stack of money to bring Autumn to him. I also want to say how bad Autumn looks in this missing persons photo. Not because I'm like, ooh, she's ugly in this photo, but I was like, I think that's a testament to just like how awful this nigga is and like the shit that she was going through. Mm. Like she just looks so worn. Yeah. And I'm glad that they kind of like, took those details and like really made her look like really worn out and like very like stressed. Yeah. And then coach uh, is trying to get Mercedes to come back down and like toast to a new agreement. But she's like, nah, like I got to think a little bit because your charity is feeling a little expensive right now. Okay. I mean, it is mm-hmm. like she's cause then now she's probably going to be like, need to have sex with him and stuff. Like, and yeah. she don't do that. Yeah. She don't do that or she doesn't want to. Yeah. And I think there was like a knot, like in an earlier episode, maybe episode one, I think it was, like, a slight, like, jab at, like, full-service sex workers mm-hmm. a bit. Like, oh, at least we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. So maybe she doesn't, like, she's like, oh, I don't want to be like that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't know, though. And then she's just, like, booking it out the room, like, running to go help Haley. And she's, like, knocking on the office door for Clifford and Big L, and, like, no one is there. In the background, though, which I really loved, I loved how they intertwined the DJ booth into everybody else's episode. Because in the back... Uh, Nevisker is doing an MC call. He's like, Pole Assassin Mercedes about to make a brain up in this bitch in a Mississippi minute. And I think that I like how they intertwine DJ Nevisker's voice into a lot of the scenes and make that like kind of a narrator. Mm. I really, really appreciate that. I think that was really well done. Yeah. And then Big L's meeting Duffy in the back and they're just like, He's got this big semi truck. That's I was, not what I expected. Yeah, I was like, oh, you storing, storing, like you, like you holding, holding, like. I thought this was gonna be some little raggedy dag. I thought it was gonna be pickup truck. Something little. I don't know. It was just like then he opened the thing and it was like a hella boxes of shit. I was like, oh, you moving shit, like. Yeah, you moving shit. <laughs> it's a whole lot of oxy packed up in some boxes that are labeled as okra. Yeah. So then I guess they're just like putting it into the, yeah, yeah, transferring it to Big L's truck or whatever. And then we're back inside the pink in the section with Mississippi and Murda in the exec is like telling them how Wody and them met, like how he was planning his mother's funeral. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you made my mama look real good. I was like, who did the body face ass? <laughs> but then he was like, once he saw like Mississippi's video dancing to his song, like he knew he like had to be a part of the situation. But he was like, oh, like, I hope you're not like these other lame niggas flexing with their Dracos and shit. Like, I don't even another fake ass gangster on my roster. I was like, well, is, if that's all you approach, isn't that your problem? Yeah, I was like, maybe you're not finding the right niggas. But yeah, he was like, I'm looking for authenticity. Like, that's what sells there. And I was like, it is. But also, the niggas talking about Dracos and shit that are not being authentic is also selling. So, so what's the truth? What do you want for real? <laughs> Right. Be yourself and know that is good yeah. enough. <laughs> and then the exec is like critiquing murder. Like he's like, oh, it looks like you've been busting it down for your drip and not your music. I was like, hey. He's not wrong. 
Because why the music be sucking, but these niggas be flossed out? Right, That's you got a damn all this, problem. All them damn chains and shit. You need one chain, nigga. Like, how about you get some good songs? How about that? Put the money into the producing. Put the money into some writers. Some ghost. Okay. Some of y'all could benefit from a ghost writer, but whatever. Shit. And then the exec was like, oh, like, I can connect you with, like, the dopest producers. Like, I can get you this and that. And Murder's trying to stick He's up for like, DJ Never Scared, though. He was like, never scared my producer. And Rome was like, who, that baby fetus looking nigga dancing in the booth? And we cut to, like, DJ Never Scared. He's, like, <laughs> flailing around. He's having a great time, though. Right, but he do look a little bit like a baby fetus mm-hmm. in that scene. He was like, yeah, y'all put some eggshells in his mama bathroom and call yourself cutting the track. And Woody was like, actually, it was his mama basement. I was like, oh, come on now. Well, he made some good songs He down made there. some good songs in the basement. That's where all the best music comes from. Right, but then... Roman's still just like, whatever, like, I can get you the best producers. I can get you a real manager. And Wody was like, hold he's on like, He's like, Wody's my manager. Like, I was like, okay, you could benefit from a new manager. Right. Though. I was like, he's not wrong. He was like, you know, he can't take you where I could take you with could. this 360. He can't cut you with 360 deal like I can. I was like, 360. I was like, 360, girl, run away. Run. Run away. Make a 180 and run the opposite <laughs> way. <Right>. Like. <laughs> And Clifford comes in at the wrong time. She was like, you know, like I could get y'all a house crown. And, like, she has her hand. They pan to her hand on yeah. Murda's shoulder. shoulder. And but He was just real cold. He was just like, we about that business right now. We talking and business. And, like, didn't even look. And nope. was just very dry. And I just thought this scene was so weird because I was like, it's you perform here. You know who the manager is. So why is it so hard? To, yeah. You didn't have to be romantic and be like, ooh, this is my girl, like whatever. Yeah. But you could have looked up and been like, oh, thanks. Like, we'll have this, this, and this, and blah, 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 blah. And like, at least have a conversation. Like, right. this is the manager of the club. It's not going to be weird that you talk to her and know her. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I think he was just in his head a bit because he's like with the mm, exact, exact guy. And he's like, oh, well, I just got to be, you know, whatever. Tough, whatever. But, and I was like, I don't even think Clifford came in at the wrong time. It was just anytime. She well, would have came, or is it the wrong time because they were with the exec? I think it was the wrong time because the exec was like dissing everybody. He was like, oh, you need to get rid of this nigga and this nigga. So it was kind of oh. like the environment was kind of like, yo, like you, we ain't even signed no contract. You talking about, I got get rid of niggas. Like, you can't sell me that dream. Like, I can bring yeah. my niggas with me. Mm-hmm. And then we have some real homophobic remarks. I didn't even include them because I was like, why even? Yeah, like after Clifford left, the Rome is making homophobic comments. And we're just like, damn. I was like, I guess maybe he was pre preemptive and like being cold to Cliff because mm-hmm. it was like if if he had showed like any ounce of like romance mm-hmm. towards Clifford, it would have been like, oh, you one of them. But like, I feel like this is the manager of the club. Like you can acknowledge them in a way like that doesn't give off that you guys are romantically involved. Yeah, I feel like that was still possible. Yeah, I don't know. I think he just lost it. He was like panicking, probably. But he was like, "Yeah, he fucking agreed." He was like, "Yeah." He when he was like, you know, people don't know what they would be these days. He was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Nigga." But Mississippi was the only one that stick up. She was like, "You better leave my boss alone." And then she spits her little line, and Rome was like, "You know, like girl, I manage the shit out of you and your boy if you just let me." I was like, "Abolish managers." Yeah, like this guy is not it. Is giving scammer. It's giving scammer. I was like, blue guap empire. It's like, giving scammer. He's selling y'all some fake dreams. Like it's not happening. Cause I was like, mm, you still looking for talent in Chuckalisa? I'm sorry. Like, not that Chuckalisa don't have no talent, but I was like, you talking about you and empire and you manage all these people. You not name dropping none of your people. Yeah. Like I feel like. If you're a manager and you try and sign somebody else, you'd be like, oh, yeah, we got we got this trap artist. We got this one. We got this one. You know, like, and, you know, I took him from, like, this city. And, like, you telling them about other things that you've done for people rather than, oh, I could get you a 360 deal. 
And he was talking to Mississippi. He was like, yeah, I can get you a Nike deal if you need. And Wody was like, a Nike deal, nigga? I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, same. I was, I was like, like, a Nike deal? Yeah, he wasn't buying it. He was just like, you know what? Like, you seem like you're more interested in Mississippi than my yeah. boy. Like, and if you don't have his best interest at heart, like, we don't need to do this. And I was like, you're lying. I'm sorry. Like, this is not anti, like, I'm not anti-sex worker, like, at all. But I was like, you think Nike is going to sponsor a stripper? It's not realistic. It's not realistic. I was like, not in this modern mainstream culture that we live in. Like, yeah. they just wouldn't do that for their appearance. I was like, what? Yeah. And then and Woody was just like, you know, like, every wave ain't meant to be rode. And yeah. I was like, facts. Facts. Like, if one exec was looking, another one will too. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and you know what? You can just, you can get by just fine on your independent, like, with your own wave and build up your own. There's no shortcuts to success. Right. Like, people always tell me that, and I'm like, I never understood it. But it was like, if you bad now, you signing to a label is not going to make you good. Yeah, I was like, you you still got to hone in your skills. You still have to hone in your skills. You still have to do stuff. Like, people just think signing to a label and then being pushed out and payola and all this going to make you, like, this great star. Like, no, people notice when the cracks start showing and shit. Right. It's There's like no you, foundation beneath it. Right. It's like, yeah, you got all this stuff pushing, but is the stuff you pushing good? No, it's not. It's not. We cut back to the Paradise Room. I can't believe Autumn is still dancing for this nigga and nobody came to look for her. Yeah, I was like, we not about to slowly inch to the door. I guess maybe he would have noticed, mm-hmm. but I don't know. No attempt. I mean, I guess after he choked her out. Uh, yeah. But what are you going to do? Kill me? Then you never going to get your money. And also, I was like, I know niggas in the club, like, where the light-skinned bitch at? Because she's the only light-skinned in there. I was like, I know they looking for you. I don't think you. they care. The night's already, they already got all the other girls, all that money. True. They probably hype off murder performance. True, true, true. But Montavia's a real evil nigga. Because apparently, um, he was like, I'm not trying to do what I did to Ade. Like, you know, and he's talking about how he hung him upside down outside a window. Yeah, and, like, the blood brushed his Ade head. was the guy who made Autumn's accounts. I guess that she, like, deposited her money. Mm-hmm. So I think that she didn't put that quarter mil into one account. She, yeah. like, split it up into mm-hmm. a bunch of accounts. Because then he was like, oh, like, before his last breath, like, he told me the information for one account. Mm-hmm. Which led him down to Chuck Elisa. So I was just like, damn, like, he was on to you, girl. It was, damn, it was a wrap. But then I guess is it was he was only on to her because he's a devious man. Yeah, yeah, not because he was a murderer. Yeah, not because she slipped up because he was a murderer. Damn. Wow, I was like, damn. And I was like, and you still killed him after he gave you the information. Right. I mean, he said it was with his last breath, so maybe he was already about to croak, and he just might as well died. I don't know. Sad. But Mercedes comes to the door because she's the only one that has some sense in this club, obviously at this time. And she comes to the door posing as bottle service. She was like, bottle service? And he was like, oh, I didn't order no bottle. And she was like, bottle service is complimentary. And so is another pair of titties. You know, like, looks like you're getting brown and white liquor tonight. But yep. make sure not to mix them because it make you sick. <laughs> I was just like, yes, Mercedes to the rescue. I was like, wow, what a real one. For real. I was like, oh, she put two and two together with that poster and was like, oh, we got to go and we have a ASAP. We have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. And then Clifford, we see coming into the office, like, very flustered, breathing really heavy. And she pours herself a drink of something dark and, like, gulps it down. Yeah, I assume this is, like, right after Murda kind of just Dissed brushed her, her off. Mm-hmm. like, And she was just like, fuck. And I was just like, yeah. She was like, damn, like, I fell for another one probably. Yeah. yeah. I was like, she don't deserve this. Fuck these niggas. And then she sees Mercedes and Autumn in the Paradise Room, and they're dancing. And she was, like, trifling hoes. Right, because Autumn still got her top off, so mm-hmm. we're just like, no titties and tequila. Mm-hmm. Then she calls Diamond to go to the Paradise Room and take care of it. 
Yeah, but then I think Diamond was like, Big L was supposed to be on it. Like, I'm on the door. Mm-hmm. But Big L's not there because he's doing what he's not supposed to be doing. You know, nigga's just devious. Right. But you know what? He is a felon, so. He is a, yeah. Well. And Clifford was like, yeah, everybody's scared of Big L. I'm scared of Big L. <laughs> so I guess that nigga build what he want. Yeah. But then Lamurda comes to the back, got the nerve to come back. And he don't even apologize for real, for real. I was waiting this whole scene mm-hmm. to hear an I'm sorry. Yeah, didn't say an I'm sorry. Didn't hear sorry at all. He was just like, Cliff. And then Cliff was like, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> the way Cliff be saying nigga in this nigga. show. Nigga. <laughs> nigga music. Like, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> and then she was like, you got exactly what you wanted. Because you the one talking about you ain't want to fucking suck in the dark. You're right. Like. You talk about, oh, I don't want to keep you a secret. I, like, when it came down to it, right. he didn't do it. He was like, oh, like, I didn't want to, but I was like, but you did. Like, I'm glad she confronted him. Right. I'm glad. It was just, like, immediate. I feel like Clifford's too old to be too playing old. no games. Like, too old. She knows what the deal is. She was like, oh, that's what this is. Like, okay, I'm done then. Right. She was like, well, what was all that? And he was like, well, I don't know. Like, I was just flexing. Like, it's just habit. And I'm like, mm. hmm. Maybe you just should break that habit. <laughs> and then Cliff starts talking about how Grandma Ernestine said bleed somebody like the first time they show you so yeah she was like the first face you showed me was Lil murder like it was nice getting to know lamarcus but that's not but, who you are right that's not who you are and he was crying murder's crying like oh like i want to be ready i want to be ready and she's like well like well let me know when you are until then you know where the door is and the window too i was okay. like yeah go kill yourself no <laughs> <laughs> no we didn't say all i'm that. kidding i'm kidding <laughs> But yeah, I thought Murder was giving a great performance though. Yeah, great the, acting. Well, you know, laying in the thick, the red right. eyes, the teeth, like the yeah. like the real like stress. You know, like that tight face niggas get when they be yeah. like, yeah, they be like, what? I'm not crying. Maybe I love you. You gonna believe me or your eyes? <laughs> like pissed off that somebody set a boundary with you. Yeah, tight face. But I, I was just like, you kind of fucked that up. You did. And I was like, yeah, I guess you thought you was ready until you was actually in the moment, and you're like, wait. Actually, I'm embarrassed. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a lie to your face. Mm. So we get back into the section, and this exec is really laying it on thick about, like, all the things the 360 deal can do and how he can get Mississippi a deal, and he gonna manage her and all this shit and blah, 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 blah. And here comes Derek, white, nasty ass, appearing at the door. I don't. I just love calling him nasty, like, because <laughs> he's just nasty to me. Yeah. He's like, Keyshawn, can I talk to you? And he was like, yeah, you know, like, when I get you this deal, you don't got to deal with these customers no more, whatever. And then he was like, Keyshawn. And she was like, I said I'll be there in a motherfucking minute. Right. He was like, I'm not no motherfucking customer. And I was like, well. Well, today you are. For real. And then he finally leave when she cussed at him. I was like, ooh, look at you. Hey. Okay. But I was like, I guess if she was alone, she, that she wouldn't She wouldn't happen. do that shit. Yeah. So then Rome is handing her his business card. Like, you know, you let me know when you're ready for the blue guap. I would never sign to anything that's called blue yeah. guap. I think this was the first um, the first time I had registered that that was the name of the label. <laughs> when I was watching it, I was like, blue guap. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas. Right. But then he got the nerve to be like, oh, like, Lil Murda's like a dime a dozen. I mean, he not wrong, though. But, he not wrong, though. Right. He was like, niggas with pro, with pro Tools, even my grandma can make a trap record. You know, there is a formula now. You know, there he's not wrong. But then he reveals that he actually came down for Mississippi, not for your boy. Your boy. <laughs> your boy. <laughs> but I do like how Wody stands up for murder. He was like, you know, like, you don't got my b- boy's best interest at heart that we don't need to rock. Like, which is true. Like, 
they see trap artists as numbers now because like Diamond Dozen and blah 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 and like all the beats the same you can make you know you got one you got them all which is true I mean, yeah and plus y'all niggas be sounding the same you do sound the same like y'all voices same cadence same autotune same autotune boring yeah same beats like why do i need to listen to you yeah I can listen to the other nigga making the same shit exactly pick one but i was like if you were saying you down here for a little murder then be down here for a little murder like you could have just said you was down here from mississippi i mean you could have came on your own time i think it was still a good end mm-hmm yeah, but then after Keyshawn had left to go meet with Derek, he, like, pulls her over to, like, the edge of the DJ booth where it's, like, they're kind of alone. And mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like Never Scare should have been able to hear them. Well, the mu- he's but... in the, he's writing the music. Oh, true. Oh, yeah, and he has the headphones, headphones too. In. Never mind. And Derek's, like, yelling at her because he was like, what was that all about? And she was like, oh, like, he want to manage Little Murder, and he said he can manage me, too. And then he was like, well, does he want to be your manager, your pimp? And he, like, slams her against the DJ booth and shit. Yeah, and he's, like, grabbing her arm and just, like, yelling at her. I liked this scene, not because of what happened, but I like the camera angles of the scene because you see the crowd is enjoying themselves, and then you see, like, Keyshawn in this corner, and you see, like, Never Scare, like, literally right there dancing. Yeah. And I think and no one and no, And I think that's such a testament to, like, how, like, frequently or how close abuse can be. Like, maybe I'm doing this too deep, but I was like, how close, like, abuse can be but nobody can notice it. Yeah. And I also hate these fucking dynamics. Why is a white man? Literally. Yeah. It's so sick. But the only person who saw was Drake 2.0 in the back. He was like, oh. Word. Right. I was like, yeah, take care of that, man. <laughs> in the paradise room, Montavious is getting very irritated that Mercedes is still here. He was like, my glass is empty. And she was like, but the bottle's half full. And then he pours all of it on the ground. Yeah, I was just like, oh, you are an unwell nigga. Like, Sick in the head. He said, bitch, get the fuck out so I can terrorize this woman again. Yeah, he was like, can you go sign and enjoy my dance? It's been very expensive. But Mercedes, like, doesn't quite understand what he no, means. I think she does understand. She's just, like, playing it up mm. to, like, stay longer. She's like, oh, well, like, this floor should be, like, should be green, not purple. Like, it, it was a no money around. And he was like, well, she'd been a little stiff. <laughs> I was like, well. Well. <laughs> Mercedes is like, I'm only going to leave if Haley wants me to leave. And, like, she says Haley, like, and that's very apparent to Yeah, so Autumn. she's like, oh, like, I know what's I up I know what's now. up. And she was like, Mercedes, you should go. And then she was like, fine, but, like, should I bring back something harder? And he was like, surprise me. I was like, eh, wrong answer, forehead. Because <laughs> she fucking smashed the bottle on something, and she, like, starts trying to slash him. It was like some karate fucking it scene, was, though. But it was a big mistake, you miscalculated, girl. You miscalculated. He was dodging devious. all of them, like. Yo, I was like, where'd you train at? Right. I was like, hold up, you some martial arts nigga. Like. Okay. <laughs> then he grabs her and holds her hostage. And he's like, where my money at, Haley? And she finally tells him, she's like, it's in the club. And he's yeah. like, oh, I thought it was in a she, bank account. She was having like flashbacks mm-hmm. to him being like, where's my money, Haley? Where's my money? I was like, damn, this happened before. And I was like, hmm. So. I'm, I want more backstory. Yeah, stuff. I was like, so have you stolen from him before? Or like, well, I don't know. But as he's holding Mercedes hostage, she's like, you better go get my fucking money. You got five minutes. And he was like, or else I'm going to drown everybody in this bitch's blood. Talking about Mercedes. And yeah. he was like, I'm going to get my Delta devoted niggas to burn this place up. Yep. And I was like, is this like some frat thing? Yo, every time he said Delta devoted, I really thought he was talking about a frat. I was like, who's scared of you shoulder shipping in niggas? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it's supposed to be like 
frat adjacent. Frat adjacent. Oh, frat Because they got, they got the little ring and stuff. Mm. I'm like, mm-mm. It's frat, getting cult. cult mob. Yeah. And he was like, don't think my uh, Delta devoted niggas, like, they won't be out, out there looking, looking for, for you. you. Like, yeah. I got niggas watching you. You think I don't got people everywhere looking anywhere you turn? I was like, oh, okay. like, the threatening. So Autumn runs to the dance room, and she's, like, hurriedly, like, putting on her clothes. Yeah, I thought she was about to leave for real. I did, too. I was like, I was like bitch, you I know you're not leaving. Right, because at the same time... um. Uh, Montavious was like, oh, she's not coming back for you. Like, yeah, she didn't come back she, for like, me. She, like, Autumn is a cold bitch. Or not Autumn. Haley is a cold bitch. I love another intertwinement of DJ uh, Never Scare, but in the background, he's like, y'all motherfuckers better get y'all money out, because it's about to be the last time we gonna see Mercedes. <laughs> I was no! like, I love the, the entanglement of uh, DJ Never Scare's voice as the narrator. I just think that was so genius. No, I was like, that made me scared. Like, are we about to it this is about to be the last time we see yeah Mercedes. i mean it made me scared and i i know that was the point but like i always all of my favorite shows have narrators so like this just like it really peaked something in my brain like i really mm. love this show pushing daisies that used to come on and it had a narrator and i was like bring back narrators in shows <laughs> though because a lot of times in shows like they just can't develop the plot or like they can't like do all the stuff that they need to do with the actors or whatever mm-hmm. and i'm like it helps it helps move the story along for you know when you can't write those things in bring back yeah. narrators <laughs> but mercedes and the mafia boss they in the room talking he was like yeah like you think she coming back for you like she ain't coming back for me and like the night i confronted her she left me to die on my own kitchen floor and blah 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 she was like well you must have deserved it yeah i'm sure you did probably and he was like, oh, like, she ran on, she ran out on me like a thief in the knife. Like, easier bitch to love, easier bitch to hate. I was like, this man is sick. Yeah, Mercedes clocks that, like, he doesn't want the money. I don't know what he wants, but it's not the money. Yeah. I mean, clearly, like, he, he's a rich man. Mm-hmm. So he don't need that money, no way. And all through this, we get shots of, like, Haley, like, rushing out to the car and trying to escape and stuff. And yeah. then she looks over and sees the bag in yeah, her car. Yeah, the bag of money. I'm just like, hmm. I mean, if she got away, like, I don't think, like, I you think Montavious was going to do something? I don't think he was going to do nothing. Well, he also, there was a little snippet, and he was talking about, like, I'm going to show you what we do with bitches that are, like, accomplices. And he might know that, because he has all the information. I thought he was saying, like, wait till you see what the DD does to people who are accomplices yeah. against the lieutenant. Well, because you have to remember that Mercedes and Autumn, they were they were doing the cash oh, wait, draw together. D stands for Delta Devoted. <laughs> what did you think? It, you thought it was thirty days from Dexter's laboratory. I don't know. Laboratory. I was like, is this some legal thing? I didn't know. <laughs> but you have to remember that they were intertwined and like getting cash together, and Mercedes yeah. was probably using her own like stuff was going into her account too from the oh, same account. Yeah. So he uh-huh. might like have been picking up like, oh, this bitch is involved. Like, yeah. So I was like, maybe, maybe. Mm. But then as Autumn decides to not escape, uh, Lomurda's hitting the stage again. He's performing another new song. And the last line is like, I have the city screaming murder. And this is when all hell breaks loose in this show. This scene was so chaotic. <laughs> like, I was just like, I couldn't even type in the Discord. I was just like, yeah, staring at the screen. I... Even when I was rewatching, I was like, damn, is this shit in 1.25 speed? But it wasn't. It was just moving so fast. Like, Cliff called for Big L. And he was like, nigga, where you at? And he was like, I'm in the office adjacent. And it's like, you obviously not in the office because I'm in the office. And then Cliff, like, looks into the camera suspiciously. And I loved, I loved, like, the facial expression and looking into the camera because it was just like, 
I see everything now kind of thing going on. And of course, she's obviously looking at the paradise room. We also get Derek in the bathroom and he's peeing at the urinal. And then Diamond, who was Drake 2.0, comes up behind him. He was like, yo, why was you yoking up Keyshawn like that? Yeah, I was like, yeah, kill him. Kill, kill him. that nigga. Kill him. And he was like, that ain't none of your business. And he was like, putting your paws on these girls is my business. And Derek like turns around and he was like, yeah, like you don't want to mess with me. And Drake was like, you don't want no smoke. And he was like, smoke. Like, I don't know why Keyshawn hang around with these gutter niggers. And I was like, niggers! For real. I was like, oh, we going hard R. Them fighting words, bitch. We reckon. So, of course, Diamond's like, all right, bet. Like, bow bow. Like, so they start fighting and shit. We have the Code Red in the Paradise Room. Like, Montavia starts swinging at Mercedes. And Cliff was like, oh, hell no. Nah. And grabs from the guns from the box and, like, cocks it. Yep. I was like, yeah, let's shoot I was like, some we riding. Tonight. We riding. Okay. And she has to roll out because Diamond and Big L not answering no calls. For real. It's like, we need, somebody needs to take care of our business. But you know what? Diamond is taking care of business because in the bathroom, True. he's fucking Derek ass. Oh. Yep. And then I don't know who had the gun. Was it Derek's gun? I think or? it was Derek's gun. Okay. Effort. So he's, so how he even had that gun? Oh, no, no, no. It was Diamond's gun. It was Diamond's gun. Okay. Because the, I tried to rewind it, but the gun literally appeared out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah. It was like sliding everywhere. <laughs> I think it was Diamond's gun because it doesn't make sense for Derek to have a gun. Yeah. Because the they wouldn't have let him in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Diamond pulls out the gun and then they're like kind of wrestling for her, And then I think it's like going around the floor and yeah. they end up like swing kicking that nigga out swing the kicking door. the door open so now everyone sees the gun well not everyone but i guess someone sees the gun and, and they're, they're like, like gun gun, gun. gun. so then everyone's running shots are fired in the air but we don't really see who the person is who fires the shot it's just yeah. kind of like the hands in the air yeah. i think that adds to the ambiguity of like this whole scene of like who's about to get murdered who's doing the murdering like yeah so i think that was really good but it's buck wild in this shit like right. everybody running outside but cliff is trying to get to the paradise room and fighting against the crowd and then, like, outside, Big L, like, sees everybody come outside and runs away from his drug crimes. I was yep. like, nigga, stand in that shit. I mean, it was like, everybody running, time to run. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Black people are good for that. Like, we see somebody running, I'm running, too. For real. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm not sticking around. I'm like, why we running, y'all? <laughs> Where we going? Where we going? Because it must be a reason. It must be a reason. <laughs> okay. And then Gidget is running out, and she was like, Derek and Diamond scrapping on the floor, and... Keyshawn is like, what? And she's going back inside. I'm like, girl, why? 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 <laughs> and then at the same time in the Paradise Room, like, the girls are, like, fighting back. They're like, Mercedes stabs Montavious, and she's trying to get to the door, but he's, like, grabbing her hair and pulls her wig off. I was like, not the wig! Not the wig! I was like, we ain't gotta do this! I was like, this feels anti-black. Very. Low-key. I was like... Because I heard the... Like... Like, yeah, we had to do that. I was like, with the wig cap on, we didn't have to do all that. And I was like, is it sewed to the head or was it glued? I was like, it ouch. It might have been glued if it made that sound. Lord have If mercy. it was sewed, wouldn't it have been harder to... I... But I don't know. I feel like they'd be having some strong wig glue, so... Look, if a nigga pulling on your wig like that, like, trying to harm you, that should come off. Yeah. Terrible. Unless you're using mm-hmm. Gorilla Glue. Right. <laughs> and then Cliff busts in the room with the gun, like, let her go. And then he, she's just, like, shooting out mm-hmm. into the room randomly. And then same at the same time, Mississippi's coming in... And seeing Derek and Diamond fight in, and she has the gun too, which is the little pink gun that mm-hmm. Autumn had because she was trying to find it earlier, but yeah. it wasn't in the locker. Exactly. And so she aims the gun at Diamond and is like, Stop, like, get off of him. You raggedy bitch. Literally, I was like, The man fighting in your honor? Is this what we do? Is this who we are? <laughs> like, I know we're not about to 
about to kill Diamond for this white man. This nasty, stinking, sloppy Bro, white man. I was like, I can't believe after all of this, like, she's, like, that protecting was him. Fuck, I hated that scene. I feel like it was one thing to, like, keep going back to him. But and, like, to protect him. Yeah, but to, like, literally protect him like that. Especially it, when Diamond has shown you time and again that he cares about you. Right. And if they were fighting, you know it was a good reason. Yeah. Like, not, and now, not only is your man abusive, he's also racist. Yeah. Like, you don't need that. Should have let Diamond handle business. And she boohooing and shit, like, Diamond. I was like, girl, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear from you no more. And, like, as Diamond, like, slowly backs up. But I wanted to know, how did the tides turn? Because Diamond was kind of, like, looked like he was about to win the fight. And then I mean, when then, they cut away and they came back. Yeah, Derek, like, got Oh, was he hit. the one that got Yeah, Derek was on top at first. Oh, yeah. And then, like, Diamond, like, then overpowered him and, like, started slamming him to the stage and shit. But I was like, now, how the white man come out on top? Like, it seemed like he was getting his ass beat. No, at the end, Diamond was beating his oh, ass and yeah, he was, like, the laying end, there. Yeah, he, like, put him up on the pool table or something. It had to be a realistic fight, you know? Couldn't have Diamond just whooping his ass. Even though we know that's what happened. That's what I want to see, though. <laughs> but then he's just, like... Backs up, he just grabs his gun and just, like, goes to the paradise room. I would be mad, too. He was probably, like, in shock, like, bitch, how dare you? Literally. Yeah, he's probably just like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, this man beats beats you, bruises you every week. Hates you, is racist, he's jealous. He literally was forcing you to go home literally not too long ago. Right. She When he he was trying to be like, oh, if you don't get your stuff right now, you're going to regret it when you go home. And she was like, I got money to make. Like, Yeah, this is my job, You're fucking up the bag. So, Diamond's on another rescue mission. He was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to some bitches that want to be saved. Right. And he's, like, coming to the Paradise Room. We can, like, hear from outside. It's, like, getting messy. And they're, like, fighting us up. And then we, and then he's almost at the door. But then two shots come through. That he, was close. Yeah, he close. backed up, like, ooh. <laughs> okay, that was close. Yeah. And then there's, like, a pool of blood spilling out from the door. But, like, we, they we cut to a new scene. We can't see. We don't know whose blood we don't it know is. Who died. I was so pissed. They didn't put me through too much emotional roller coaster. Yeah, in this, in this episode, episode. Yeah. This like, episode was a ride. Stop playing with me. Cause the next morning, Cliff and her grandma are like on the porch, like listening to the news, and they co- and Cliff comes out like in all black, and grandma's dressed in all black too, and I was, it was like, like a morning. Who was the funeral? I was like, yeah, who, who died? The, I was like, funeral for? did Mercedes die? And then there was like on the news, they were like twenty people were injured last night at the murder night, appropriately named murder night. Yeah, and then the the mayor was on there too. He was like, yeah, this shooting just proved this is a community blight. But they didn't say that anyone died. Yeah, no one died. I noticed that, but somebody obviously did. Yeah, and I was like, "Hmm." They took care of it. They took care of it, (laughs) but they're driving down to the courthouse for auction, and at the same time, though, Mercedes is outside Patrice's new church, and she's like, "You know, like they say, God is a god of second chances." And then Patrice was like, "Well, you better talk to your god on this one. Remember, I'm dead to you." I was like, "Hey." I was like, "Damn." I was like, "You right, but." Mercedes was very distressed. Yeah. I was like, you can even put on a, another wig. Yeah, she didn't have no wig on. I was like... It was fresh cornrows, though. Why you got her out here like this? I would have liked a fuzzy cornrow, but whatever. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's fresh because she had a, she had that cap on. She had it under that wig this whole time. Your braids still get fuzzy under her cap. Oh, well. I was like, a little bit of fuzz under there would have been nice. But it was what, a little crisp. It was a little crispy. <laughs> but, you know, that was just details, details. Like, yeah. But I guess, like, I was confused on why she went there... Because she just saw a nigga die. Like, I mean, yeah, but what the fuck was Patrice going to do about that? Like, I don't know, like, talk to her and, like, you know, I think she was asking for forgiveness because we don't know who shot the gun either. Oh, true. Yeah. So I was kind of wonder. I was like, so, like, did she, is she shook up because she's the one who she shot? Might've, she might have shot. 
Mm. And she might be going to church for repentance or like, you know, praying it off or like whatever. Man, I can't lie. If I, I, think I that accidentally might be it. shot an abusive nigga, I would feel zero remorse. <laughs> like, I don't even think I would feel bad, to be honest. Well, I can't even say that because seeing somebody die and like knowing that you killed them, I think, I think, I think she killed him because she was so shook up. Like, and mm. in a later scene, they were like, she was like, did you guys take care of it? And they're like, we took care of it. Like, don't worry. Yeah, true. Because Cliff and Autumn were more calm mm-hmm. than she was. I was like. But also, they've yeah. probably seen niggas die before. I know probably. Autumn has at this point. I'm like, you've seen a couple niggas die. I don't know. I'm just like, because I wouldn't even care because I'm like, I know the person who died was horrible. But bitch, you could go to jail. Like, okay, maybe that. She's probably nervous about like, am I going to get caught? Like, oh, not true. like I killed this man. I was like, I don't give a fuck about this man. But it's more like, I might go back to jail. I've already been to jail once. Oh, I know what it looked like in there. I'm not trying to be in that bitch again. True, true. It could be that. And Andre also appears in the scene for the first time. He finally checks out of the hotel that he's yep. been staying at. And he, his wife is right beside him. I'm a stick beside right. him. And like the front desk guy was like, oh, like your husband's been here so long. Like I bet he got his way all the way through the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brittany's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna come to the auction. Like Right. And he was like, oh no, like you don't have to come. To, like I can drop you off the museum. She was like, no. like I wanna see what you've been working see. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nigga. What you been working on for three months? Okay. He's like, you could have been lying for all she know. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> And then they're at the auction, and like all the dancers from the pink are like coming in in morning clothes. I think that was so. I thought it was a beautiful scene. Yeah. I also love the transition from like when the person died the next night to like we see Cliff and um, Grandma in morning clothes because it kind of mm. gives that air of mystery. But then we find out it's just for the auction. Yeah. Also, I was like, damn. I was like, did Autumn die? <laughs> I was not, look because they only revealed the character slowly. Like, okay, it was yeah. like, okay, we know Cliff didn't die. Yep. And then we see Mercedes, we're like, Mercedes and die. And then we're like, okay, so who the fuck died? Was it Autumn? Was it Autumn? And they all sit front row at the auction. And then Tyler Ruffin comes up to Ernstine. And she's like, he's like, my condolences for your loss. And she was like, Tyler, because she's blind. And I didn't remember that until like literally just now. She was like, Tyler? She was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tyler off, so offers Clifford like a fake offer, like to run the buffet table at the casino or whatever. Like, haha, I win, you lose. I win. You, you lose. lose. <laughs> so they start the bidding, and there's really nobody there. It's the dancers, Cliff and Grandma. It's Andre, Tidal, and Brittany. And Brittany. And that's yeah. really it. Yeah, in here. so they're like, they started off at 55. They were like, Andre's it's about to be, bidding. Yeah, he was like, it's about to be a clean sweep. He was like, Promised Land got a cap at 200K, though, but like, you know, it's about to be easy. Like, Brittany was like, oh, there's nobody here. And he was like, yeah, 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 like, it's good. Yep. But then. A lady in white appears. No. <laughs> Autumn comes in, like, dressed in this white outfit. Which I thought, I loved crisp. the imagery of this because it's like, everybody else is in black, everybody's dead, but, like, Autumn is reborn. And, like, white represents rebirth, a new, like, rejuvenated. Mm. And she looks really nice. Like, she, I swear she looks better than we've ever seen her look. Yeah. She looks great. Like, we're like, oh, so you do know how to. Like, usually, like, I don't know, like, Autumn, like, kind of turns me off in a way. Like, I'm like, there's something off. But, like, (laughs) in this scene, she looked really beautiful. Like, she had red lipstick on. She had this white outfit, like, rejuvenated, reborn. I'm a new, I'm a new person. She said, yeah, now that the evil is dead. Yeah. (laughs) I am here. And she starts to bid against him. Right. I was like, yeah, save the pink. And then they were, like, going back and forth, like, 55, 75. And then she was like, 150. And then. They're like, oh, shit. Shit. And then she raises it to 200. Yep. And Andre was like, oh, I got to make a call because he's not authorized to make, to more, make to yeah. pay more than 200,000. 
I think Autumn already knows this too because she has those documents from before. So maybe mm, she was maybe. making enough money to save the pink. Like maybe that was her plan all along. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that was her plan all along. But they. She had like made eye contact with Andre like after she took mm-hmm. her glasses off, and then right as the guy picked up the phone, like Andre hung up on him. So I was like, so you want them to take the pink? <laughs> because because then the bidding was uh two fifty by mm-hmm. then. And he was just like, well, like, I guess he was just like, fuck it. Because then yeah. they had, like, little slight smiles at each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you just doing this for her? You know what? But fuck also, it. he didn't want the casino there anyway. He didn't want it either way. So he's like, well, I'm not authorized, guys. But Tyler was mad, boy. Because he was like, he went up to the pit and he was like, unless you got, he was like, the rules of the auction are you have to have money. And, like, unless you got 250 motherfucking dollars on hand. And then she walks up and she empties the bag that's full of cash on the ground. And I was yep. like, what a scene. It was like, yeah, you, you was trying to get her with that loophole. Like, it had to be on hand. But she got it on she hand, She got it nigga. on hand. Y'all, the, the casino was dead. <laughs> so, Andre's on the phone. Tydell's real mad when they're walking out. Like, it's just chaotic scene. And But there's a slight, like, eye contact between Autumn and... And Andre mm-hmm. and Brittany notices Brittany this. noticed. I was like, she peep, she, she peep. peep. Yeah, they like look at each other and they're just kind of like in agreement. Like, okay, thank you. Like, yeah. I appreciate and that. Plus, Andre was looking a little too long. Yeah, he was. was. The long the stare was a bit long. It was a bit long. It was a bit uh, gaze. Like, I want you. And plus, Autumn feels new. Like, this is not. I guess now this is Haley. Like, this is no longer Autumn, like the mm-hmm. dancer or someone who's in desperate need. Like. This is Autumn, like, a businesswoman, and, I mean, Haley, the businesswoman. Mm-hmm. So then Autumn is talking to Cliff at the end, and Cliff was like, oh, like, why'd you do it? Like, why'd you save the pink? And she was like, well, like, you got to make your own rules. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, partner, like, so we're going to be I'm... in this together now. Mm-hmm. We stand. So back at the club, Autumn reintroduces herself to Grandma Ernestine. She's like, oh, I'm Haley. And, like, they're cleaning up the pink from the night before, and she also refuses a drink, which... Yep. She's she like, just, I don't drink anymore. She just, just said, I don't drink. I like, don't drink, yeah. She didn't say anymore. Like, she's, like, a new person. And she seems more put together, I like, mean, more calm. She already didn't drink. Oh, she did stop drinking yeah. earlier, but she was like, I don't drink. And she just seems more put together, like, calm, relieved, like, fresh. But when they're all in the club, Cliff took the damn wig off. She was like, bitch, today has been a roller coaster. Mm. I bet it has. Cliff asked, like, later, she's like, so, like, why why all of this? Like, why? And then Haley was like, you know, I figure I owe you, so now you owe me. And I was like, it was a little ominous a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I didn't like it. I was like... I was like, you gonna fuck something over? For real. I was like, and what you need Cliff to... Like, what kind of favor you would need for, well, we, yeah, from what, Cliff for life? Because I was like, didn't y'all just clean up all the deadness? Right. But Mercedes comes in, she's disheveled. Like, her eye makeup is running... And, like, she's, like, shaking, probably because she saw a man die or maybe killed him. I don't know. I feel like she's had to have seen another man die before. I, why you? No. I don't know. All the niggas got guns. Like, they probably have. But she's probably never killed someone before. Mm. That's completely different than seeing somebody die. I'll wait for confirmation in season two. But she asked, she was like, did you guys take care of it? And they were like, yeah, we took care of it. And Autumn was like, yeah, like, good, because it's opening time at the pink. At the pink. I was like. Okay. I was like, this now makes a lot of sense of how Autumn knew so much business advice and mm-hmm. how Autumn was kind of like coming in trying to be like the big dog yeah, a little bit because she's mm, 
not used to that, but she's like, you know, I've been in positions of some type of power and I know like the intimate details of like business and running business and things like that. Mm-hmm. Cause she was like a corporate accountant. Like I'm, yeah, I'm thinking though that her entire plan was to buy the pink because mm-hmm. she didn't know that Montavious was on her. I don't think that was her plan. Cause I think she was starting to get the money before or did she already know? I think she already knew. You, I mean, the writing was on the wall. The paint is fucking chipping. I mean, I don't think that was her plan from the beginning. I think she was just getting money to take that nigga's money. Mm. I don't know. Now that I know that she was a corporate accountant and, like, there's more details about her backstory, like, mm. it seems a little more calculated now than just, oh, I'm taking that nigga's money. Because it was like, she was taking a lot of money. 250000 I mean, clearly he had it to spare. He had it to spare. But 250000 Mm-hmm. Like, that's not just something to get by. Like, that's, like, you have a plan for that money. Yeah. Because I'm, like, remember in the in the flashback when he was still, like, where's my money, Haley? Like, mm-hmm. what did she steal the money from then? And is that the same reason she was taking it now? Or maybe she was a corporate accountant and she messed up, like, a, a thing. Hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Too many un Too many unknowns. Questions. We definitely yeah. have, like, a cliffhanger on Autumn is life. Slight. Yeah. I mean, we never... It was always a mystery. Mm-hmm. But... Now there's just more questions. More questions. More questions with no answers, damn it. This was a fantastic season finale. Yeah, this was a good finale. I enjoyed. Very much. I think the camera shots, I think the intertwinedness of, like, DJ. I just love that DJ Never Scared was the narrator for this episode. And, like, he is kind of, like, the narrator for the entire show in a way. It's. I mean, he's a DJ. You got to say his little line. Yeah, he's the DJ. But, like, I love how they put that and make it relevant to other parts of the story. Like, it's not just like, I'm DJ Never Scared. Like, it's, mm-hmm. he's saying stuff that can be interpreted a different way. I love that we got more information about Autumn. I love that Montavious is dead, assumedly. Yeah, I assume he's the dead one. Um, we love to see it. Death to all abusers. Death to all abusers. I'm wondering if what's going to happen, though, post this, because they don't know that Diamond knows that they killed somebody. But we don't know that. We don't know what happened after that. What do you mean? Because when, when Diamond was outside the door and the blood came out the mm-hmm. door, oh, it, Diamond cut, it cut away. True. So Diamond could have helped them. True. Because, yeah, it makes no sense for them to leave him out of it. Like, Diamond's like family to them, right? Fair, fair, fair. And who else is going to help? True. We need we need a man to carry the body away. I wonder if they asked Big L, too, because Big L's a felon. Probably. Ugh, I'm just mad. I wanted to see him die with my own eyes. Um, I'm good on that. I don't know. I just want to see him fall. I don't know. <laughs> They would, you know, they would be doing some dramatic ass Tyler Perry ass fall. The show would not have looked realistic. That's fine, I guess. Then, then they get, they wouldn't have been able to give us the the mystery of mm-hmm. who got got. You know, I love that. I love that this was like a mystery episode. Like the entire time, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm forced to like think about like, okay, they were talking about it's murder night. Like, who's about to die? Like, what's gonna happen? Like, and yep. there was all these scenes where somebody could have died. Mm-hmm. But there was only one person who actually died. And random gunshots. Random gunshots, yeah. And random gunshots. So it was like, oh, is somebody going to die from that? Like, it was really good as a mystery show. I would, I mean, I know this is a drama, but I was like, I'd love if this was just continuous mystery the entire time. No. <gasps> I love mysteries. No thanks. No thanks. This I, is enough. I love when it, like, actually, like, is a mystery. Like, sometimes when people do movies and shows, like, it's like, oh, I know what's going to fucking happen. But there was just so many intricate details and so many scenes and so many ways that shit could have gone awry that you don't know. Yeah. I was rooting for Derek to die. an unpredictable show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was rooting for Derek to die, but... Maybe next season? Fingers crossed? Fingers crossed. 
I also think it was a good cliffhanger, but it wrapped up the first season, which is what a fucking season finale is supposed to do. Yeah, like, I don't feel like there's any major things from season one that have not been answered. I feel like all my questions from season one were answered, and I'm left with some. They're not big questions because I don't know, like, the depth of them or how deep they can go. Yeah. But it's definitely an, a simple lead on yeah, for season it's enough, two. Yeah, enough for the next season mm-hmm. and to carry on to a yeah, and it's just not, like, a dumb, like, cliffhanger. Like, some shows just have yeah, a stupid... some of them just be annoying. It'd be like, really? Like, like you could that's just, what it was? That's what it was? You could have... I... This show is phenomenal to me. Yeah, I think the best cliffhangers are when you're just wondering, like, oh, like, how are they gonna do this now? Instead yeah. of, damn, what the fuck happened? Like, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I think Mercedes' last dance is, like, the overarching cliffhanger of this show. Yeah. Like, will, will she get her last dance? Will she... Will Mercedes get her last dance? Find out next time. Exactly, like, <laughs> we get another... We get a, Yeah, like... <laughs> But it's not something that I'm like, it's like, yes, I would like to see Mercedes last dance, but it's not like, oh my God, I need this to happen before like. Yeah. It wasn't like a plot point that needed to happen. It was like a secondary plot point. Who wrote this show? They did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Who wrote this episode especially? Quite enjoyable. I quite like this show. I think Katori wrote it too. Yeah. She, she wrote like all of these I think she's the creator. Ugh. Her mind, wow. Yep, your mind. Yeah. Minus she's something. A, she's right on. She's a writer on everything besides seven. Her. Wow. Ooh, black woman, love that. Ugh. We stand. Wow. Yes, her fucking mind with this show, yo. But that's been Peabody season one. Yep, that concludes season one. You should definitely watch the show. You know, it's a rare moment in this podcast that we are not complaining True. about a damn show. All the show. shows we watch are not good. This one is good. <laughs> this one was good though. This one was good. I'm excited for season two when we come back. Yeah, for sure. Scalpel. Syringe. Do you need a swap pop, doctor? Yes, thank you, nurse. Just a few more snips. Ah, yes, my creation is complete. <laughs> what is it? I have designed the perfect podcast merchandise for the One and a Half Lesbians podcast. Ha ha ha! These specially designed bookmarks, stickers, and keychains took months of designing, and now they're finally finished. Ooh, wait, that's really cute. Can I get one? Bitch, are you crazy? You gotta order it for online like everybody else. Oh my god, nigga, are you serious? Okay. Yes, I'm serious. You gotta go to 1.5lesbians.com. Here, I'll even give you free shipping. Wait, what was that website again? <sighs> the website is the number one, the word point, the number five, lesbians.com. And I get free shipping, right? Right as rain. This week in Dumb Bitch News, I got some real dumb bitches in the house. We, we got, got some, some real, real dumb, dumb bitches, bitches in the, the house. house. I'm about to just cuss everybody the fuck out this week, because fuck it. And y'all lucky this is the last goddamn episode of this shit, because y'all pissed me off. <laughs> Firstly, this video of the dick writing classes, they were called writing for rookies. I don't know. This video was going around, and they were like, bring a pillow and some knee pads. And I was like... You either have the hmm. skill to ride dick, whether hot or cold dick, um, or you don't. I mean... I'm all, it's not that I'm not for people, like, improving their skill. It sounds like they just need an exercise class. I mean, which I guess it kind of is, but the way it's being marketed... Marketed, yeah. 
but the video had me dead. I was like, y'all really doing this, huh? And I was like, it's not that I'm mad that like people are like doing stuff for, for their partners, but I was like, the majority of these niggas do not be putting in any amount of effort for y'all. And they come in like 30 seconds, I swear to God. <laughs> and first of all, who said I was finna get on top? Hot okay. or cold dick, okay? I'm not getting on top, <laughs> fuck that shit. I mean, I think on top works better for some people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah, that's fair. It seems like a lot of work. I won't be doing that. (laughs) You finna get this missionary and like it. Uh (laughs) Don't let the internet lie to you. Missionary position is the most powerful position out there. It Mm. is. Because all you gotta do is look at a nigga's eyes and be like, yeah. love positions only. (laughs) You know, I like being on my back. (laughs) I like resting. What can I say? (laughs) And this video really brought tears to my eyes, though. Because niggas are not... (laughs) Like, is this who we are? Is this who we are? And you paying for this shit. Like, you had to... They didn't provide you with no pillow. They didn't provide you with no knee pads. Bring your own pillow. B-Y-O-P. <laughs> and to top it all off, because of course it would be. Of course this shit is in Baltimore. Uh, no thoughts. <laughs> we lost, Woes. We, <laughs> we lost. Now we lost, Woes. We lost. I feel like every few months or like years, there's like a big new thing that goes around that like women have to do for the pleasure of their man or like their partner, but it's usually for the men. And they're, Cause like, do you remember the pineapple phase where everybody's like, eat pineapples so your yes. pussy can be sweet. Eat Bruh. pineapples, eat pineapples. Fuck that shit, stop eating them. I remember <laughs> I used to be so mad because I would go to the store and try to buy the little cans of pineapples just to eat them. Cause that was should just be a snack. sold out. Cause y'all bitches got them all. Yeah, that should be <laughs> sold out. They'd be like, yeah, like limit quantity of three for pineapples like why do we gotta do this for real and that shit did not work y'all know y'all know that shit did not work like a bag pineapples the day of you gotta be (laughs) regularly eating that shit (laughs) yo 30 minutes from the dick apartment you gulping down a can of pineapples (laughs) that got fucking high fructose corn syrup what is that doing besides yeast infection i was like that shit not gonna do nothing to by tonight (laughs) 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 that's the funny part because they'd be like all right i'm good like no ma like you, it's like, just use some soap. Use, use some soap, bibs. The real secret, this is what I swear by. Like, not that I, like, do this for the pleasure of my partners. Like, you finna get whatever I pull out of these jeans. Okay. All these fat-ass jinko jeans. <laughs> but vitamin C, the little chewable vitamin Cs, raw cranberry juice, water, and eating yeah, a good cranberry diet. cranberry juice? Yeah. Eating a good diet. Like, that's the most important part. Like, you can't be eating, like, salt fat sugary foods all day long every day and then just think like oh i'm gonna pop like these rings of pineapple maybe some vitamin c and some water i'm gonna be good like as a consistent thing like not that pussy should have like a particular flavor taste but if you are like worried about your flavor taste you have to like also change your diet like that's just what it is you have to drink like water water is the most important thing i don't care what nobody says there's no magical remedy if you don't like water get you a filter let me some water get some lemon water and go back. If you don't like water, you're weird. I don't get it. Um, I'm gonna disagree because sometimes it'd be the tap water. Because tap water is nasty shit. No, but niggas some niggas don't like water just in general. What do you like, huh? Yeah. They're just like, yeah, I just don't like water. It don't taste like nothing. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, even Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was thinking like maybe like tap water because when I didn't have a filter, I was like, "Don't be on like, no, I don't like. It's it's just tap water. I like the regular water." Niggas have been like, "I just don't like water, and I only drink juice." 
oh y'all filthy yeah oh y'all nasty <laughs> oh y'all nasty nah juice be too sweet i'm sorry sometimes it's like i like, got only juice your body is crying i know your tongue water. white like i think i i was watching this one youtuber well, i used to and when she was pregnant she was like oh i gotta start drinking more water now like i don't really like water but i have to drink water now because i'm pregnant if not like, for the baby, do for it for real. you. I was like, and it was like every vlog, we're like, yeah, I got all my waters. I'm drinking water. And I'm oh, I like, know you got halitosis for real. I was like, this is so weird. I was like, why do you not like water? Water man? is very vital for everything. Like, you don't drink water, yeah. your breath going to start sinking. Your body, like, <laughs> the, your sweat is not going to smell good. Like, yeah. 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 You got to, we got to drink water, y'all. Yeah. And it don't taste like nothing. It doesn't. And that's okay. Like, some people are like, I don't like it because it tastes like nothing. All right, put some lemon in it. Yeah, I guess you could do that. You could you could put all types of little fruity things in your water, but you I mean you gotta drink some water. Yeah. If not, like not just because you want to have your vagina or whatever taste good. It's just so your body. Can so your function. body can function. Your organs need it. Your kidneys is failing. <laughs> and niggas too, because there are niggas who listen to this. Drink some goddamn water. You should say water. <laughs> Dick all water. shriveled up. <laughs> Fucking dick shriveled up, tastes salty as fuck. What the hell? <laughs> Shit, pumping out battery acid. If you don't drink some goddamn water, you're just nasty motherfuckers. I don't know. Back to the story. If I'm ever this horny that I am paying for a dick writing class, please yoke me up. <laughs> if you see me at the class, be like, bitch, what the fuck you doing here? Like, uh, a bag, we are in bondage. Uh. <laughs> Dick writing classes and y'all paying for them. This is not a free activity. Because I've also seen some dick sucking classes too. I want to tell y'all I hate that shit too. Dick, sucking dick is slavery. Don't do that shit. <laughs> no suck no dick a dick. Tell that nigga no. What he gonna do? Leave? Well. Look. If a nigga can't accept that you don't suck dick, then... If you yeah. enjoy that, do that. Whatever. But for my ladies that do not enjoy sucking dick. Or even my fellas. If you don't enjoy sucking dick, tell that nigga you're not finna suck their dick. Not the binary. <laughs> My non-binary bitches, too. If you don't enjoy sucking dick, stop doing that shit. <laughs> don't do it. Like, join me on this wave of not sucking dick. <laughs> These niggas still finna eat your pussy. Okay? Period. They still gonna, you know, be all up in that shit. Like, don't have to do this, my people. We don't. And speaking of something we don't have to do, lesbians, studs in particular, <laughs> why are we doing hip-rolling challenges or competitions on tiktok lord save us the studs that you put on this earth to slang strap <laughs> are doing hip rolling challenges and duets on tiktok free my people from hip rolling yeah i was just like in the year 2021 i was like bitch what fucking year is this oh, like is this 2012 just nasty just like, nasty and sloppy and that fucking air tongue fucking shit they like, be doing it took me back to vine shit is not sexy <laughs> Like, when niggas start licking the air, I'm like, please. Like it's over. Ugh. It's giving me, like, big LLS. You remember when niggas used to be, like, LLS? Like, yeah. big LLS energy, <laughs> swag era. I used to say LLS. I know you did. And I, should, I, I was like, for what? It's the same amount of Because I'm laughing like shit. Oh, my God. It's the same amount of letters as but LOL. It was, it was a different vibe. It was a different vibe. And I was like, that's gross, and y'all can have that. Some of y'all are really stuck in, like, 2014 swag era. I don't get it. Like, why don't some of y'all studs want to be, like, upstanding young studs, you know? It's always mm. corniness. It's always wearing snapbacks. And, like, you know, like, bring back the studs. Maybe you know? that's just part of the culture. We need to change the, the corny culture. Corny stud culture. You know what? Somebody likes it. 
I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can appreciate a good-looking corny stud, but it's, like, it always turns me off. Like, I can appreciate a stud that, like, you know, like, how they dress, like, is that style. Not a snapback. If you were in a snapback, my pussy drying up. But, like, you know, good white beater, like, saggy pants. Like, I appreciate that. Fresh kicks. Mm-hmm. But it's when you combine, like, the tongue licking of the air and the body rolling and the grinding. Yeah, it's it's a bit much. Like, why do we have to do that? We don't have to do that. Is we don't have to are? do this. Is this who we is are? Is this who we are? Yes, that is who y'all are. Bring back. Because it's been consistent for years. <laughs> <laughs> where are the upstanding young studs that wear bow ties and cardigans, you know, and beanies and read their little books and shit? Like, where are y'all at? You know? <laughs> They out there somewhere. Somewhere. Show yourselves. Show yourselves. Show yourself. Show we need we need better stuff representation. Yes. <laughs> it's just infuriating to me. I was like, we having competitions now in your mama kitchen. And then they'd be like lifting the shirt up to like show how their body be rolling. And I was like, what does this do? I wanna know what's the purpose of like showing body roll though? I don't know. I don't know. I think, is it, like, semi-sexual? Like, I think it's sexual, but I was like, is this sexual? sexual? Like, are you doing this in bed, like, before you get with your woman? Like, I mean, I guess if you got the, if you got the hips, you got the... Oh, the motion. Yeah. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> you can see I don't have a lot of sex. Um, <laughs> I thought niggas was doing this, like, flirt. Like, I thought, like, I. <laughs> it gives me, like, Omarion, like, hey, girl, like, here, I'm body so rolling. stomach? Yeah, I was like, I thought that was, like, so what... you can see the, the rolls. Oh, okay, so, like... But it's like you don't body roll with, when you slang in. Like you don't body roll. Like you kind of you move your hips, but not in a. You know what? Maybe I'm bad at sex. <laughs> Maybe that's what this is. I don't know. I'm not a hip roller. Maybe I need to get on your wave. Teach me, studs. Let me learn your waves. Let me learn no. your waves. <laughs> I'm not trying to be on y'all wave. I'm not. I'm you not. Don't catch me embarrassing myself on TikTok. Not on this internet. Not on Beyonce's internet. Okay. <laughs> nah, I'm not doing no hip rolling. If I ever do hip rolling, somebody gotta come to my house. Listen to me, in the privacy of my home. <laughs> <laughs> if I start hip rolling on TikTok, just know that's my like thing when I'm being held hostage. Like I'll be posted hip rolling TikToks. That's how y'all know. I'll be like, I'll be like, friend, have you lost it? Yeah, <laughs> and then you check in because you'll know. I'll be like, are you okay? <laughs> you you'll know something's wrong. Like you posting, you wearing a snapback, and posting hip rolling videos. I was like, mm, like, are, are you all right? What's going on, friend? Um. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I just don't, I don't know. Maybe it's not sexy to me. I yeah. don't, I also don't understand how it's sexy to other people, but that's just because I'm not other people. Yeah. Maybe. Different people. Because people be thirsting. Different different strokes. Like for people be folks. really sweating, but I also but think it's mostly straight women, though, who be thirsty. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. From what I've seen. It's just, it's not for my demographic. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's but for I mean, some of y'all. I think I watched a little bit of that one with Carter the Body. I was mm-hmm. just like, all right, y'all. I Let's mean, do something productive. Hips were rolling. Hips were rolling. They were moving. Yep. I just feel like there's more productive <laughs> things that we could do with Maybe our Maybe I was bored. Wash your microwave out. <laughs> <laughs> like, bored? Clean your microwave. <laughs> something in that house needs to be clean. Sweep the floor up. <laughs> Pick up a new skill. You know what's sexy? The mine. Sapiosexual would be like... <laughs> Did anything but the hip rolling, please. Monique said anything but these bonnets, baby. Bruh, she's still on our ass about these damn bonnets. <laughs> I've been trying to ignore it. I feel like Yeah, I simply was not going to address it. I wasn't, but it's been enough. But today I have time. There was like someone posted that like they saw Monique at this place talking to some girl about her bonnet. I was just like, 
you actually approaching people about this in shit. public, ma'am? And I'm. It seemed like it was a positive interaction. Yeah, I don't think she was like running up on him, but I was like, it's you're not my mom. Yeah, it's like it's not that deep. It's not. This all started because she was like annoyed that people wear bonnets to the airport. Which, if you've ever been on a plane, like you probably would benefit from wearing a bonnet. You're falling asleep on the plane, easy. Yeah, especially if you're gonna fall asleep on the, pl- on the plane, get your bonnet. Get your bonnet, cause like you just got your hair done for your little Miami trip or whatever. You trying to save that shit? Fuck that shit. Right. And also, literally, who cares? Who cares? Like, who cares? I don't know. Niggas like me be trying to stuff at the airport because I'm stupid and think I'm going to meet my next girlfriend there. But mm. whatever. <laughs> um, but the only thing I do hate, though, is like a floppy, dirty bonnet, like with the little beady beads on it. I'm like, all right, let's. <laughs> it's time to get a new one. It's time to get a new that one. one. That one is for home only. That's what, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> we need to have a, a in-the-house bonnet and a going-out, out-the-house <laughs> bonnet. You know, like you got in-the-house clothes and out-the-house clothes. Like sometimes they overlap when you really like, I got to go. But Yeah, but if your bonnet's on its last legs. You know, maybe stay in the house. <laughs> But I do like, like, a, like I feel like we should start doing, like, the mask and bonnet combo. You know what I mean? Done. Like, give me, like, a little cheetah print <laughs> with the bonnet, cheetah print on the mask with, like, maybe some rhinestones or something. Like, I don't know. Match it with the fit. Match it with the fit. Like, you know, give me the whole, give me the whole thing. Man, I want to know who died and made her the head wrap, head of state. Like. For real. Mind your old like, ass business. Is anyone actually listening to her? Has anyone taken Monique's words to heart? I've seen more bonnets outside, I would say. Yeah, we were literally just like, all right, just to spite you. Just to spite. I'm intentionally going to wear my bonnet out. And nobody has the smoke for niggas and they do rags. Nobody. And you, you're not about to say shit to nobody in a bonnet anyway. A bitch in a bonnet beat the shit out of you. Okay? okay. That means she ready. Don't okay. even gotta put her hair up. Don't even gotta put the hair up. Like A bitch in a bonnet will <laughs> beat the shit out of you. And that's why I'm like... Nobody has this, like, smoke in real life. Like, you, I guess, yeah. Monique, but nobody else is like, well, you know what? This nigga at the, uh, I have a nigga tail. Ooh, do tell. I went out this week because I had taken my hair down because I had that sunburn and I, like, covered my hair because I had the sunburn in the fucking middle of my head. And this guy, I'm at the store, and this guy is like, oh, like, I see you ain't been watching Monique's videos about bonnets or whatever. Oh, I didn't have a bonnet right. on because I'm not a bonnet person. Like, I just... I be losing that shit. Scarves. I usually wear scarves, and I've always worn scarves. So I like had it wrapped really nice, and I had like earrings, and I was very, I like matched it to the fit, and like you know had it all together. And um, this guy was like, yeah, he was like, you know, like what Monique was talking about with bonnets, like you know we got respect. You 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 looking bad on the black women, and you know like our community, we need to be, you know, we need to be looking at ourselves better, blah blah blah. Niggas can't even tell the difference between our bonnet and a and bonnet a and scarf. scarf. And I was like. I was like, I know this man is not talking to me right now. I was like, first of all, I'm on a run. Like, I'm not doing anything important. <laughs> and I was like, nigga, who the fuck are you? <laughs> then he was like, yeah, you got to like, re- black queens, we need to re- represent ourselves properly. And, uh, you know, like, you know, people are always watching. And, like, you know, we all are representing the black community. And I was like, nigga, it is 99 goddamn degrees outside. I was like, don't make me have to make it 100. <laughs> Do I know what that meant? No, but my mom always said, you act crazy enough, niggas not going to mess with you. Like, like, what was the end goal? Like, the fact to actually... Did you want me to take it off? Because my hair is obviously not done underneath of it. Literally. I was like, ah, that's, why, that's why the bonnet be on. The hair is not ready. The fuck? Like... Because if I went outside with my hair looking whatever... Then y'all, y'all have then, something to say about y'all that, Y'all have too. something to say about that, too. So just shut up. Yeah, I was like, nigga, What? Because I was really feeling my Badu oats. Like, I have my little, little, <laughs> like, I mean, Erica, 
we I disagree with a lot of things she said, but you cannot yes, the vibes. The vibes the sometimes aesthetic. the aesthetic sometimes. We haven't had the little Badu rap on. But yeah, even Tiffany Haddish got in on it with her stupid ass. She was she was um supporting Monique and Yeah, her she and I bonnet bonnet. Shit. I was like, Tiffany Haddish, I know you've been outside in a bonnet before. Girl, literally. I know. She, I know she been. Come on. I've seen more girls out with bonnets though though. So I was like, yes, Queen, like million million bonnet march, like, yes. Like, who cares? Like I'm just going to CBS or something and I didn't feel like doing my hair. I didn't. Like Because y'all have a problem about it. If the hair is undone. Right. You're like, oh, you couldn't do your hair before you left the house. Sometimes it's just not conducive. For real. And if I'm just going to the store real quick, coming back, why do I need to get all dressed up for y'all? Yeah, they're like, you don't know who you can meet. Nigga, do you know where I live? Ain't nobody around here. Right. I was like, I would have met him already. I would have met him already. They see me another day. Right. And who said, like, I'm just on a mission. I'm here to do my business and leave. I didn't even want to talk to you niggas. For real. Y'all keep talking to me. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. But my final word on this, everybody got so much smoke for black women in bonnets. I'm like, what about the Amish? I don't see nobody giving a fuck about the Amish and their bonnets. <laughs> fuck them ugly ass hair wraps. Fuck the Amish. <laughs> I know they're not here to defend themselves. But fuck the Amish and their fucking bonnets. Why do they get to wear them shits and we don't? Them little, little house on the prairie ass okay. bonnets. Okay. <laughs> Why do Amish get to wear their bonnets and nobody say nothing about them? Because they white. Hello. And they secluded. They're literally the same bonnets. They no, it's yes, it is, bro. It's just got a bigger brim around it. That's, it got like a firm, like it's like a. No, shaped. I'm talking about the ones that look like our bonnets. Oh, but they those ju- bonnets. Yeah, and oh, they just okay. got like a bigger brim on them shits. Yeah, it's giving. In my, I'm picturing the the mama bear on Berenstein. Yes, Bears. that's what they be wearing. <laughs> that's what they be wearing. Berenstein bear ass. <laughs> you know what? If if Miss Berenstein bear can wear it, why can't I? Okay. She was outside her bonnet and her moo every day. <laughs> Okay. Living her best life. Living her best life. <laughs> she still had her man, so what's the problem? <laughs> and I'm like, if you not a bonnet ass bitch or like like niggas who complain, I'm like, okay, so that's obviously not the girl for you. Like if she wear her bonnet outside and you don't like people who wear their bonnet outside, that's obviously not y'all not a match. Yeah, it's plenty of people who never wear bonnets outside the Plenty house. of people. And that's fine. You can do whatever you want with your shit. Exactly. I'm like, why are you trying to change somebody? It's much easier to go find you somebody else who meets all your qualifications or your needs or whatever like that than trying to change somebody. Like, exactly. I don't know. But speaking of change, um, I wish you niggas would change and act like you've been somewhere before. I'm about to turn to Monique on y'all with these damn seafood boils and just Ugh. seafood in general. Like, Bro, y'all out y'all damn minds bringing losers. damn seafood boil on a plane. What the fuck is wrong with, with you? With no wind, it's no open windows. You stank, nasty, sloppy ass niggas. <laughs> like an enclosed space. Everybody gotta smell your food. Like, uh, I... There was a picture online and this woman is sitting in a window seat and she has a she has a seafood boil in front of her, but there's also one in the middle seat. I was like, I know this plane had turbulence because one was spirit, basically the equivalent of a bonnet in the sky. And I was like, two, I know they had hella turbulence, so that shit was probably splashing everywhere. I was like, just nasty. Like, how did that shit get through TSA? Yeah, I was like, I didn't know they allowed you to bring like that kind of food. I guess maybe they didn't expect them to fucking eat it. Hmm, maybe that. Like, I feel like, because you can bring food on a plane. But I was like, maybe TSA was like, oh, they're not finna eat this on the plane. So they just have it packed up for wherever mm-hmm. they're going. Maybe that's what it was. But they said, we eating today. Like, can y'all act like you have some goddamn sense? Bro, like, what about people who have, like, 
shellfish allergies. Airborne. Ah, uh, nigga like me, I would have faked it on the plane. I would have landed that, had a land in Topeka, uh-uh. Kansas. I would be like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't breathe. I bro. can't smell the seafood. Bro, as soon as I smell that seafood, I'm. Like, I'm oh, shutting this all this shit down. Oh my god, I don't have an EpiPen, guys. I'm shutting oh my god. all this no. shit down. <laughs> we landed in fucking Topeka, Kansas, bitch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this whole tin and lobster in the yeah. middle seat. It's just very inconsiderate. And the wig was given. I bring seafood boils on a flight, though. And she had greens in there, too. I was like, you stink, bitch. Like, uh-uh. And honestly, why would you want to eat like that on a plane? Just it's, nasty. You, it's not even comfortable. Nasty and sloppy. You don't have no bib on. Like, like you're not even in like first class or nothing when they got all that space. And, and you're stuff. riding like, on Spirit. They have like 20, 20 inches maximum. The, the little you've never been on Spirit because mm-hmm. I loved you and did not take you on that yes, plane. We went on Southwest. But <laughs> the Spirit tray table is about size of a MacBook Air from twenty thirteen. Wow. That's it. Well, your seat can't lean back. And the seat themselves are smaller than average planes. So you already have no space. They got you packed in there like fucking sardines. Damn. And you're going to whip out the damn food tray. Spirit is not giving you no napkins like that. You get one napkin, nigga. I mean, they should have came prepared with all that. They had one napkin. I was like, you just... And it was just her. The guy that was sitting closest to the camera, he was holding his nose. Oh, I thought she was with someone. No, it was just her. It was just her? It was just her. That was extra rude. And I was like, you have two things of seafood? It's okay, like, if you have, like, a seafood salad or, like, you know, like, a little bowl. But I was like, two big-ass tins, and you unwrap both of them on the plane. Yeah. Just inconsiderate as fuck. Like, you're not even in first class, bitch. (laughs) On a spirit flight? I'm sorry. I would have been all types of choking on that plane. I would have really been laying it on thick. Because, bitch, I would have got you arrested as soon as you landed. (laughs) And I'm, I'm like, just like, there's no, there's no circulation. No circulation. I gotta smell your, and who's to say that your food smell good? Because a lot of y'all can't cook. It can smell bad to somebody else. Like, I would have been, I would have forced myself to break out in fucking hives. <laughs> I'm just petty like that. Mm-mm. I'm like, this plane must be going to hell, because ain't no way. Ain't yeah. no way. I'm like, maybe she just took it, maybe she just did it for the photo op. I don't know. This is dumb as shit. And then she covered it back up. Let's this hope. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, why do y'all just do the most? Like, every time there's, like, a new, like, when hibachi was really big. Like, niggas just do the most with hibachi. Like, like why you got to fake do your hibachi on your stove? Like, you have an electric stove. Like, it's not the same. Like, just. Yeah. Or, like, they would just do the most for, like, attention and, like, a photo op. And it's, like, why? Like, okay, even if that was the case where you just uncovered it, had somebody take a photo, and then covered it back up, Why? Right. I don't know. They just, everybody want to flex on social media. And I was like, that's not a flex, though. This is not no first class luxury diner. Like, not that money matters, but I was like, this is not a flex. Yeah. This is nasty. Like, you're in this cramped ass flight. You're inconsiderate. You're being rude. (laughs) And your food stinks. Because I was like, you have greens with seafood oil? And you're about to blow the fucking bathroom up! There's two bathrooms on this fucking flight. I would hate, I hate to use the bathroom on a plane. Like, I would avoid that, like. You about to blow this bathroom up in the middle of the sky. Who knows where the fuck they going? Just nasty. Like. I know she ain't even eat all the seafood. That's what I'm saying. Like, why you have both of them unwrapped? enough food to eat It's bad enough you have one tray. And then I'm like, so you fucking prevented somebody from sitting in this middle seat. Because you wanted to put your lobster tails in there. I mean, if she paid for it. If she paid for it, that's fine. 
she seemed like a bigger woman, so she probably needed that second seat if the you said the spirit seats are small. Fair. That's fair. I think spirit does actually make you they're like they have like a weight limit or whatever and they're like you have to buy an extra seat. Yeah. Which is very whole another problem. Yeah, fat phobia. <laughs> but I don't know. I was just like, why why do we have to do this? I don't know. Seafood makes me especially heinous and angry because I'm like, I don't like seafood. And it just pissed me off because I hate the smell. Mm, you don't like seafood. I don't. Y'all, is Maryland nigga don't like seafood. I don't. And I think y'all be doing the most with seafood. Let's get them, y'all. It's not no. that good. Um, okay. I think seafood is good. I feel like it's okay, but I feel like a lot of niggas just be in the, doing the most. Like, it's not as good how y'all be doing the most with this shit right now. Mm. Ooh, I should order a crab cake. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's not as good as y'all be doing the most, like... Bringing a seafood on a boil on a plane is not that good. Yeah, and honestly, I'm like, don't you want to enjoy your meal like on the ground? Hello. Where you can like spread out. And... Spread out. I because I thought like a seafood boil like it gets messy. You have a bib. Like you spread yeah. it out. On... It's a little messy to be eating on a plane. Like no? I've been to a seafood boil. And, like you spread the stuff out on like a uh, newspaper and like you know you really getting in there. You digging in it, but it's like you in a spirit flight like crunching on lobster legs. Are you really enjoying yourself or are you just being extra because you're like, oh yeah, like this is really going to get them like. Maybe the extra, being a little extra. That's stupid shit. <laughs> I don't know. That picture pissed me off because I was like, I was just imagining if I was on a flight because I'd just be waiting on flights for somebody to piss me off. Like <laughs> I'd be waiting. Because when we rode our flight, I was reading that book, Black Power. Yeah. And like, I didn't do it for like somebody to make a face, but this white girl in front of me like turn around and I, she, I, she very obviously like read the title of the book, and she like jumped back a little bit, like, huh? And I was like, I was like, okay, girl, okay. I'm minding my business. I was like, say something, say something. <laughs> I want you to. Yeah, airports make me very like stressed Anxious. a little bit. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. My, that was my first time in the airport. Yeah, I didn't like it. it makes me very stressed. I'd be, I'd be waiting on niggas to say something to me. But also, you can't fight in the airport because you will never be able, be able to fight yeah. again. Have you seen all those, like, flight fights? Yeah, I was like, why would y'all risk, like, you know, you, you on the no-fly list for Permanent. life. Permanent. Like, what if you needed to go somewhere? Better get to driving. Shit, better find that train. I'd rather drive than be on a train. Y'all gonna be fucked up. On a train? I'd rather, well, I guess I don't drive, but. It depends on how far we're going. Trains are nice. You ever been on a train cross-country, nigga? Oh, true. No, I have not. Be yeah. traumatized from your youth. Yes, bruh. <laughs> My mom was like, it'll be fun. We're going to fly across country to visit grandma in California and then come back on the train. Bitch, that shit took six days. <laughs> and my mom didn't know shit about trains either. Like, So we bought like basically the cheapest ticket because she assumed that like, you know, we're going cross country. Of course, they're going to give you a bed like no matter what. Like it might be a shitty bed, but you have a bed. And we didn't bring any food. No research. We didn't bring no food. We so we had to eat all the shit that was on the train, nigga. I had bubble guts for a whole week ah! because there was only like pizza, hot dogs, and some other like rickety ass food. Damn. So I was eating pizza for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for six days straight. I mean straight bubble guts. Everybody ass stank on the plane. I mean on the fucking train. Cause my mom like that's one thing she brought. Um, cause I I was going through puberty, so I was stinking. Um, but she brought like wet wipes and shit like that so we could freshen up. A lot of niggas didn't. Damn. I'll never forget, I was going up the steps, and this white man, just sloppy, like, his pants were, like, hanging down, his butt crack was showing, and I got a Yikes. whiff of his ass. I was like, ah! 
That's enough to traumatize a child from Yo, life. Yo, I still remember the hairy ass crack in my face. Like, oh, literally no. flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, being on a train for long periods of time is not fun. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Oh, I'm like, in my head, I was thinking, like, no more than a few hours. Oh. Like, but American know. trains are slow. I guess, yeah. The other other countries' trains be going fast as hell. If it was a bullet train, but this was an old choo-choo ass train, like, coal and the fucking shit. <laughs> It was pretty to see America, though. Like, America has some really nice places. But, yeah. I mean, bubble guts. And then my siblings were with us, and we were all young, and we had, like, one iPad, and there was no Wi-Fi. So we, we were literally... Y'all was struggling! We was boxing on... Like, I mean, I remember, like, beating the shit out of my brother, like, for that iPad. Damn. Yeah, we... Said, we need some entertainment. We were beefing. <laughs> see, your mom should have done some research. Yeah, we was boxing on that train. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, I I very much stay away from trains. <laughs> You're Not, like this is this was enough for me. You might get me on the mark train, maybe. I mean, like a short train, short distance train. Short distance trains, that's fine. Nothing over two hours though. Not for I me. I mean, what's the difference, the difference between that and sitting on a plane for a few hours? Plane, what's the maximum about to be on a plane though? Like I'm like our flight. Like if you were on a train that long for five hours, no. Just What's the difference? Just it's the same thing. You're but I'm not going as far as the distance. And going somewhere. Nah, a train five hours from Maryland, from Baltimore, you probably land in Virginia. Like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I want to oh, go okay. somewhere, it's going to take, like, a long-ass time. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, we need bullet trains in America. Yeah. It's dumb that we don't have those already. Literally because of the, because of the auto industry. Yeah. They're like, cars, drive cars. I don't want to di- drive those death traps. <laughs> It is a death trap. Damn. Give me some high-speed railroads so I can I can be all around, you know? <sighs> I mean, they should just put me in charge of America for real. Shit. United first, States of Lisbon. My first order of business, burn it all down. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd be, we'd be starting co- over. co-presidents, United States of Lesbians. <laughs> this is the United States of Lesbians. <laughs> the United States of LGBT+. Plus. I never said America. I said LGBT. <laughs> that wraps up this week's episode of One and a Half Lesbians. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5lesbians and let us know what you thought about this week's episode. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Stay gay. Oh, hi, my twerking skills are unmatched. Genetic code made my ass fat. I'ma talk shit while I ride the dick. I'ma give you multiple clapbacks. Got bow ties and suspenders. Snapbacks and fanny packs. Ooh, my nigga, we got TNT in the bathroom. Pillows all up in the bathroom.